Basket mouth and AY. When you think about it, these are people who were living in BQ with me back in the days. Like, like the time Basket Mouth said that you cannot find a picture oh. where me and AY, you know, <laughs> I go open album. <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> I open another one. Who photoshop? Some people were born 1989. Mm-hmm. Some were born 1990. Mm-hmm. They're adults now. They didn't even hear me tell jokes. Oh. Some people tell me, oh, Ali, it looks like you're not performing anymore. I say, hey, when Dango T did an event, or oh, I didn't know that I did an event, or this person, did they invite you? Mm-hmm. I said, uh, I don't want to read law again. My uncle just got up. He said, so he was coming towards me and said, hey, what did you say you want to read? I said, not read. I want to become a comedian. My uncle fell on his chair, was laughing. <laughs> he said, comedian. <laughs> comedian. Pat is here, say, eh, Boba man, deal with him. I don't want to have anything to say to this one. Oh, he's wasted. All the money and everything wasted. All the speech, 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 English that he speaks, wasted. My uncle left. I knew I couldn't sleep in that house. So it doesn't have to be cash. Mm. Every time you say, what do you mm. bring to the table? Some people think it is cash. Mm. Value. Are you, are you okay? Sometimes it is understanding. Mm. Sometimes it is respect. Mm-hmm. Mm. In fact, I know people who prefer respect to love. Facts. What did the Jacob's wife bring to the table? She brought hearing and wisdom. Because mm-hmm. she told me, he said he should go and prepare porridge. I've used Bonner Boy twice for my show. I know what he charged me. But it is because now you yes. that he charged. But there are some people, if you do now you for them, they go and tell other, other people, people that that is what you charge. We have a society now that does not believe in education when it comes to relationships. And then I then got a yardstick and say, you must have a degree. You must have your own house. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, yes. So there's some people, the reason they are dating you is because the rent will soon be due. <laughs> well, I paid some rent in my life. Yes, I have. Tis the season to be jolly. Tra la 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 la. Welcome to the Honest Borge Podcast. This is the Christmas special, and we are really very grateful that we are alive and well in sound health of mind and body to see this day. I'm very certain that you know you have had a great day, an awesome season, spending quality time with your family. We hope that the very essence of Christmas remain with us all. Amen. Now, very important information. Why you never make inquiries and then arrange how you go follow us, go Cape Town, South Africa? Why? What's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> That's where we're going to spend Valentine. So I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. The Honest Bunch podcast on Instagram. If you click the link in our bio, you get the information. Make the inquiries. Make your payments. We're going to have an amazing experience. Then for our viewers in South Africa, <laughs> we're going to do a live show in South Africa. Mm. And you'd have the opportunity to join us and have an amazing experience. So we'll kill two beds with one stone. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you have listened to this information and you would take action. Let me delve straight into the introduction. I'm going to begin first by my immediate right, the beautiful, delectable, drop-dead gorgeous, hair-bony skinned, hazel-eyed, whether she's rocking her natural hair or any other hair. (laughs) (laughs) She's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) 
Salam alaikum. I'm knocking on your doors with salam alaikum to come and have some chicken. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. No, no, Mona Noves. Natural hair, Mona Noves. Ladies and gentlemen, the next um, woman is a great woman. Ada Zulezu, Ada Pounds and Dollars, mm. Ada Central Bank of Nigeria, mm. Ada Jalof, mm. www.asampokoto.com, mm. 60 feet container on the high sea, mm. Egovi Inouma, mm. Asam Pete, uh-huh. uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, Ada Alex Oti, Chichi, Ezine Ugoji, Ezine Mama. Ada Kuwaiti Dino, please. Kuwaiti? Yes. <laughs> the highest currency, Biko. Oh, okay. You forgot that one. Yes, Kuwaiti dinar. Very important. Yes. Kuwaiti dinar. Kuwaiti oh, dinar. Kuwaiti oh, dinar. Kuwaiti uh, dinar. Kuwaiti dinar. Kuwaiti dinar. Kuwaiti Ladies and gentlemen, our eldest brother, our, no, let me not use eldest, because person with senior am, they, okay, for us, for the quartet, is our eldest brother, a man of great wisdom, a man of deep knowledge, a man of enchanting physiognomy, many degrees and characters, ladies and gentlemen, the man who is the salt, who is always on the Twitter trend every week, ladies and gentlemen, Nedu Azobia! Have you seen my Christmas song? Uh, no, no singer, no singer. singer no? no singer, no singer, the Christmas song. No singer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ezugu Chukuri, a.k.a. Chocolate Papi. Santa, chocolate Santa. Six foot Santa. Six foot dropping. Chocolate dripping. Men in white, two piece. Dripping, peace. You are bringing out another side of me that I don't like. Ladies and gentlemen. Our guest today, mm. eh, now the perfect person for this conversation. <laughs> In fact, even the choicest of adjectives will fail to qualify how an amazing personality mm. this man is. Mm. If you talk about consistency over it. the years, he embodies the term. Mm. If you talk about intelligence, you know that argument about whether kings are born or made. He has shattered it. So long as they concerned, that in no apply at all. Born to a royal family in Agbaoto in Delta State. His royal blood, his royalty, and he typifies it. From the very beginning, when he does this, I say, now what I want to be this? When people talk, say, how you go do this thing now? You know, see law, he said no. It is better to make people laugh than to defend them. Mm. You'll be more successful making them laugh than to defend them. In can follow in career path. And the trajectory has risen to the pinnacle and it has remained there. Many people see him as a source of great inspiration. They don't tap, 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 tap. In national grid, no, they ever collapse. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, Atunyota. Hallelujah. Okay. I've got a biographer. <laughs> also, the man, contract is for you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also, welcome. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Merry you for Christmas. Having me. Thank you. Well, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. I followed you guys. He knows. I, I follow know. you guys. I I follow your madness. I follow your, <laughs> your sensationalism. I follow your in-depth interview. Thank you. And uh, great reasoning. Thank you very much. And I must say you're very intelligent. Wow. Oh, they know like What can I give you? 
you give me first. Then see how I will give you back. Oh yeah, no wala. Oh yeah, let's just go straight into the conversation. So, us eh, today we want to talk about family. Okay. We know how hectic the year has been. It's always like that, you know, uncertainty, especially in 2023. Oh, elections, we don't know how it go be, all those kind of things. But we don't see everything. We don't reach Christmas time. People are spending quality time with their family and we're very convinced that fathers, mothers, uncles, aunties, children, everyone, people are watching this episode together. So we'll talk about family. We'll talk about, you know, the season, planning for the new year. And most importantly, like what we always say, we like giving people their flowers when they can still smell them. You're somebody who has been very consistent from when you started out professionally. If then check the records, because even before then you don't need tear professionally from 1991 till date, you not get anybody for the entertainment industry. I dare say, not just stand up comedy or movies. When we say never tap from you, whether not through advice, whether not through you know looking at your life, which is what your emulation and learning certain things and doing well. So we appreciate your presence. We are grateful. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank God you. bless you. 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 Let's just delve straight into the conversation. Okay. Also, you know, Saturday like this, we get generation for here. This is our Gen Z, Gen Z body. <laughs> Pro Max, Gen, Gen Z, Z body. Pro Max. <laughs> Isn't it Ugoji? <laughs> just Gen Z masters. She's a zillennial. She's a zillennial. Oh, zillennial. Yeah. Zillennial. Yeah. Yeah. Now because of her name, Naizi, Naimi comes zillennial. No, zillennial. She's part of Gen Z and millennials. Millennial. So then me. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I. I've. Yeah, millennial. You have your back. Millennial. Millennial. You're a baby boomer. <laughs> ah. Baby boomer. <laughs> ah. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Ose. Baby boomer. They all say. If was, okay, if I was an, if I mean, I would see also be. I'd be millennial. Ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> Ancestors. <laughs> By the way, this is our last episode of the season. Mm. Yeah. So also, we will talk about Christmas. Eh? Okay. As as the as Christmas Day now, and as Christmas Day in the, I don't want to say in the ages past. In the years past, you know, growing up when you were, you know, a young boy growing up, whether not for worry, whether not when you they go command for a paja, you know, how would it be? The, is there any significant difference in the celebration now? Well, well there's been a major difference, difference day. So, and what has happened is that uh, the nuclear dynamics of families have changed. Hmm. Nuclear dynamics of neighborliness have changed. Back in the days when it's Christmas, your mom would puts like there are these trees that have Murtala Mohammed picture yes. on it with cover. Mm. She will serve rice and this one on it. In fact, my mom will tell you, take to there's there's a nupe kernel. Say take to that nupe kernel. He doesn't eat meat. Mm. So she actually knows that the man doesn't eat meat. Mm. Don't mix it up. Oh. Give to that kernel. This other man doesn't like pepper. Mm. Take to that person. This other person doesn't and then, and then my dad doesn't eat crayfish. When they bring to my dad, my dad will not taste crayfish inside. So it's like the women around the neighborhood, the barracks, and around that officer's mess, they knew everybody's differences. So my dad doesn't take palm wine. But when they bring palm wine, and so there are these guys that come from uh, Ogoja, all of those guys, they, they come, they bring all kinds of food from them. You know the locals be dada? Yes, yeah, dada. If they cook and the food is really nice and my dad is walking past and say, ah, I like that, dada. Trust me, that evening they'll bring that food. Mm. 
That's the kind of neighborhood that we grew up in. But you see, that has changed. Mm. It's also the kind of neighborhood that if you do something wrong from block four in that Finland area, before you run from block four to block six, you've taken like eight beatings. Mm. Because you find parents say, what did you do? Mm. And you run past that one. The other one like, what did you do? So the best thing is just stay in front of your house and cry. Mm. Because as you're running, they will beat you all the way. In fact, one will even call you and like, come, 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 who is beating you? Then find out what you what did you do? and give you serious beating. So that communal living and neighborliness has been eroded by time. So the nuclear family that you find in neighborhood has eroded. What has also happened is that Christianity was non-existent when you live in those areas because it's just seasons. Mm. So you find a Muslim family cooking rice for you. Yes. <clears throat> Whether it was Christmas, they'll cook rice for you. Because my dad will ask for his goat meat. Mm. Whether he's a Christian. Yes. Uh, Russell Christian, uh, but he's a Christian and he would ask for that. They'll bring the meat. Even my dad traveled, they'll keep the meat. So we keep drying it until my dad comes. They say, oh, uh, Alaji Danko brought us and so. Alaji Tanko brought us and so. And that was the community that we grew up in. Above all, it was that moral values and correctional discipline was very preeminent in the whole place. If your mom is not around or there's something that they're doing, they go to the village, they're going to the village, your neighbor can say, my ch- I'm going to the village, these two children, take. my mm. mom will keep them mm. till they come. In fact, there was one time one of them had measles. Mm. All of us stayed in another room for that, I think, Emeka. They're from uh, Anambra. Uh, where is Abriba? It's um, Abia. 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 Mm. Abriba. They were from Abriba. My mom kept that child in a separate room. All of us stayed in another room until the measles was cleared because our parents were not around. You don't get that anymore. Mm. So Christmas is actually uh, one of the worst hits from the way our society has changed. The neighborliness is gone. Now... you you actually you actually in fact you know that thing they do when it's christmas time children will go from house to house on parade mm. you find usman mustafa uh, different children in fact there used to be one one boy he's portuguese the father is a military man was posted to portugal and so he carry container come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the boy is is like Ramsey Noah, mm, kind mm, of mm, like mm, that mm, kind mm, of mm. thing. The boy will go with us from from one family, from one family to, the, to the, other. the other, you know. And when we collect the money, we then bring it and put it down and share. Mm. Whether you are Muslim or whether you are pagan, everybody will share. The parents will say no. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's a Muslim. They share just like they share. Money from cigarettes in the north. <laughs> and <laughs> that's 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 you understand? Yeah, 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 so it's just like that. So I think that a lot has changed. Uh, signs of the times. Um, but you still find, even in some estates, which is not even, which should practice that kind of thing, you still find that some people stay in a compound, in an estate, in a flat in an estate, and don't know who is living in an estate. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so until one day when they go for a meeting, maybe the person decides to go for the estate, estate meeting. meeting. And you know, say, oh, now when did you move here? I say, move here. I've been here for the past 15 years. <clears throat> but they don't know themselves. So, or maybe you then get to know yourself if you walk around and do exercises. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like uh, my wife was walking around the other day and she told me, do you know this man lives in this estate? I said, I come, was I come. I said, oh, really? When? He said, oh, he lives in block the C uh, area, but he came to walk around the A area. And I said, I didn't know. Wow. You don't, we, we don't, the communal living has, has gone. no longer there. Which is why if you correct anybody's child now. Now problem. So, also, it's good say you don't take us through how we did before and how we did now. And how, you know, certain changes in our society has eroded that that particular practice. You know, but before we delve in deeper, it's also important that we also talk about even the family as a unit. Like, for example, with this prevalence of uh, Jackpot syndrome, okay, you have family members who are worlds apart. In fact, some people, their husbands, they're UK. The wife, they're Nigeria with the children. Mm-hmm. Or some, the wife and the children, they're US. The husband, they're here. And you have families, immediate family members, people who grew up together as sleeping in one room, two rooms, not seeing each other for four, five, six years. You know, do you think that this has some sort of effect on family and family life? It does, it does. Distance distance uh, affects relationships greatly. And then intimate relationships are more affected. But these days you then find that family even gets thrown and drawn apart mm. because of distance. I'll give you an example. Back in the days, and so I'll go back to the military time, when we were in the barracks, you find some people get posted to like uh, Gabon mm. or get posted to uh, Ivory Coast, which is Cote d'Ivoire. They yes. get posted mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, that's why military people brought Congo music back then. Yeah. Exactly. So most of them that get posted to all those places, especially if um, we have an embassy there. And the military people will send a military person to go and become the military attaché there. Mm. The wife will be in Nigeria while the person is there, if mm. the person doesn't want to take. And two, three, four, five years, the man will come once in a while and go, relationship is still intact. Mm. These days, <laughs> the, the strings that tear people apart doesn't even need to be thick. Mm. It could just be the fact that the wife that traveled called you two times. And you didn't pick. Wala day. Mm-hmm. No, no, it, it's happened. Even, even when you are even in Nigeria. I'm not, so I'm not even talking about traveling. Mm-hmm. If a lady calls you, check this out. Nedu is your boss. But Nedu is quarreling about why you did not finish the assignment that he gave you. You are responding to Nedu. And telling him, sir, this, and then your phone rings. Do you know there are some women that insist that you there's nothing that should stop you from picking a call? Ha. And you are facing query. <laughs> so this is what will happen. You say, okay, I'm, I'm coming. I know that you are upset about that. <laughs> uh, hi, babes. How now? Uh, no, I'm talking to my guy here. He's, uh, he's querying me. Let me call you back. You have lost your job. Yes. <laughs> you understand? Sharp, sharp. There's some other times they tell you, oh, is he, you can't say that you can't pick a call when... You know, some people say it's, it's a man that has something to do that doesn't pick calls. Yes. Now, now think about when you work overseas and they say no phone. You're selling in McDonald's. You're working in McDonald's. Yeah. You're serving a customer. 
and the phone rings. Madam is here in Nigeria. So when I called you at 3.45, you didn't pick. 3.45, you are trying to please one customer. How would you do it? Mm. So mm. the thing is, value propositions have changed. People's priorities have also changed. And so it's affecting different aspects of relationships. So for family, when you were together, one thing kept the family together, mother and father. Now, you, don't, you find homes where mother and father are separate. Mm. So that string, first of all, is there. The strain is there. Mm. Then you then find a situation where mother died and father married another person. Then the children of this person are now different from this other person. Back in the days, which is another change, back in the days, if you go to some family houses, you will not know that these two children mm. were not different. Mama and I'm you will not know. In fact, she disciplines her own children more than she disciplines these other children. Mm. So when you see them, you'll be like, but these days, if you go to some houses and you see children of an ex-wife, you can tell. You can tell. Back then, when they make Christmas clothes for us, mm. house helps too. All of us dress alike. Nanko, everybody. <laughs> but these days, even when you get house helps that come and Parents insist that the house help must go to school. Because as they put it, if the child doesn't learn well, this one that didn't learn well will corrupt her own children mm -hmm. as well. True. Mm -hmm. Primary education is very key. It's, it's one thing that has eliminated communication amongst all of us. You know that in growing up, you find that there are parents who lived apart for a long time. In fact, there was a man who went to jail because he was involved in the uh, Dimkaku. Hmm. He was involved in the Dimkaku. I think hmm. he went to jail. And the wife took care of the family. He was lucky he was not killed because he, I think he volunteered information early or something. Hmm. So he was not killed, but he went to jail and then was freed when the next government came. All the time that he was, the woman would handle everything like mm. and when we ask they say oh no that uh, he went for course or uh, something no, uh, outside posting yes meanwhile the man they prison man they prison wow but you see these days there are some women or some men even if, if the woman is not there for six seven months somebody else has taken the place so family relationships have broken down to the point where it is now what am I getting now so there's no sacrifice anymore. There is, um, there was a family, again, this is a very deep one. There's a family then that had four children, four children. And we were thinking this family is awesome. But you know, the man couldn't even have them. So they adopted at that time. I'm talking 1974, 75. The four children, they, they adopted all of them. Wow. Took care of them and brought them up. We all knew the, those years. We thought that they were all... The biological, biological children, children of, the of the man and the wife. Wow. They were not. And nobody go hear that story. You will not. Say what it happened one day, just say, no you, your machine gun is not cutting. <laughs> could, we, could we also say that modernization has done harm? Oh, yes. Yeah, because oh. I, I remember the times when people used to live in general, yeah, the 
fashion that time was general yeah so face me i face you there was communal kitchen toilet bathroom and then now we have flats yeah after when we had flats people the three bedroom we could still use the same toilet the same bathroom you can't even come out from your room you have everything in your room there was a man uh Shego was not his name. He's uh, he's uh, from Kotonu, mm. but he he bears the name Shego. They speak that Yoruba that Bene people speak. Takpa. Bene Angelikijo kind of Yoruba. Uh, all those Yoruba were not done. Angelikijo kind of Yoruba. Angelikijo kind of Yoruba. So so the man traveled and. That he, so he does the shuttle, you know. So Agashegun, he does the bus. He uses Danfo to mm-hmm. go across. Also. So he went and was arrested because you know contraband. He was bringing corn beef and all those mm-hmm. things. So, so they arrested him. Now, in the corridor, you know, you always have your cupboard that has your key and all Very those things. You want to put your uh, soup uh, and warm uh, medicine. Eh? I can't forget it. This woman, Ogoja woman. Came and said they should break the cupboard. So I said, Shegun has not come back hmm. since. In soup go sour. Wow. Make with the woman for her. He said, In soup go sour. If So they broke the cupboard. You had a yeti key. Yeah. Yeti. They broke it, brought the soup out, warmed it, hmm. and kept it. Shegun came back around like in the morning. And people were celebrating his arrival. Wow. You see, those are the kind of things that we're talking about. There's another thing that you need to even... Back in the days, you wash your clothes and put them on the line. Mm-hmm. And then it's about to rain. Mm-hmm. Somebody will help you pack all of them, keep. I know a family that will pack the clothes and tell their Batman. The Batman is the soldier that's, that walks and helps to do mm-hmm. all the... I say, iron those clothes, though. They'll iron them, pack, pack them. And then when the people come... We'll give them these days, they will leave the clothes, make rain beat you them. Get one because your compound is even locked. Also, you see this, my hand. To, to, see, to, I was going to ask a question if social media has a role to play, but before I come to that one, you see this scar waiting for here. A lot of people don't know where I got this car from. I think I've mentioned it here before. Um, and I, I, I was thinking he used it to join cult. <laughs> <laughs> growing up, to, growing up, this was like 19, this was like 19. Early 90s, actually, like 1991. Location? Kaduna. Okay. Kaduna, Gora Street. P5 Kakuri. P5 Kakuri, Gora Street. So, I go, my my mama go work with this school holiday. Also. Now I say, okay, so I, I been guess more change. Make I go buy chin-chin. As I go buy chin-chin, I can't take extra chin-chin. As they go bring the change, as, as they go bring change, if I not be me get the money, so when a person send me, I you remember take or you clearly. Take. I hold now. I remember clearly. Now I'm a auntie. I'm a uncle Ngozi. Ngozi now uncle they call Ngozi. Now he send me. Uncle Angie. We give one of our house get belly. Ngozi. Now he send me. So as I as I go, so as the woman they go bring change inside the chin chin, I tiff one, put for inside pocket. So apparently, Mama Tunde the opposite. I saw you do it. And saw me. Martin they can't tell. Do I not remember the man name now? Because I say, oh, 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 o
where the husband be banker, Auntie Queen they outside. As they reach, Auntie Queen can't know what thing happen. Auntie Queen fair flog me. As Auntie Queen flog me, I couldn't they beg Auntie Queen say I beg. Make it not tell my mother. Make my mother, my mother know here. Auntie Queen say ain't done here. Ah, so the call say make a pluck here, put up for my head. Pluck here, put up for my head. My mama go forget. <laughs> and any pluck on my head. <laughs> any pluck everything. But like, around ten meters. Uh, Auntie Queen reported. Auntie Queen reported. <laughs> Now so my mama say chine do bia. I see nigga zu i i i zu chin chin. Oh akaga nigga be po akaga na so my mama carry. My mama anything my mama yes. So go cut the hand. My mama anything with my mama they close my mama na she dey carry beat you. So she na she carry na she come cast away. Very versatile. Now so now so my mama give me boom. I say cut him. I did not feel pain for the first thirty forty five seconds. Yes, it was white. And as he they cut him, my father was the enter compound from work from KTL. That time, that exercise, this thing that time. The next thing, blood just begin to go. Bad. Now that the pain can't hit, my father was mad. Come carry me go to hospital, Petrovic. They can't swim. You see what he shows. Had he been now, now nobody for sent now. Nobody say, beg, give me the face. What did they do? What they Let me tell you what will happen if it's now. The woman that is across the road mm. will not say anything. Yes, she go mind her business. <laughs> she go mind her business. Uh, even that one, they sell market past myself. Mm. In addition, growing up, I remembered um, cousins. I remember my cousins, uh, even the people that are wearing my cousins, all of us coming together in one house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will sew the same clothes for all of us. We are we are actually Muslims, so, and I had some cousins that were Christians there. So we had this famous uncle. He's like the biggest in the family, like the eldest. So we always go into his house. He will make sure they cook for everybody. Bef- prior to that time, there's this, there's this smell in the air that you will know that it is festive season. Yeah. You, start, comes with it, yeah. Yeah. you start feeling it already. Everybody is happy. You are going, you are talking to the next, although we had like our own compound, nothing like slap me, I face you. Mm. But we still go to the next compound. We share food because that's what my uncle does. And they shared, like we have the same fits. Everybody together, we know each other's business. But right now, I can't say this is where this person is. This is where this other person is. Mm. And back then, Everyone there's this tree that is sometimes wider than this that they put all the all rice the, mm-hmm. and, yes. and put the and and it's not a Greek chicken. You know that native fowl that strong. gives the mouth enough exercise when you when you tear like this. You, you know those ones we don't eat the bones because you can't eat the bone. <laughs> the thing is, the bone is hard like nice. Like, <laughs> and there are these local people when they come to cook okay. them people will have to ask them for all the children will go around they will have to ask them for like little little maybe chicken leg mm, or something, oh yeah. something. it's always fun it's also yeah. if you say social media the advent of social media country contributes to, to, to it being the way it is because I remember one Christmas where my papa not get money to buy cloth for us at Anakaswambechi for Kaduna one Okrika market and then go buy one white jeans and one yellow shirt will be oversized now for our company then Papa Folu then they do competition who go first buy goat Papa Folu go first buy goat then this one will come go buy goat my father time if money not come quick I again betano you go cut, cut meat for market you know, but then on the twenty sixth, Pachi goes here. Compact cloth, where you not the wear before. Come carry, give me now. Those cloth I wear for December twenty sixth and New Year day. I imagine it now. 
person not give you clothes where you go where. So also, do you think that social media and ah, I mean, not give you clothes when you go there inside, then give you. Do you think social media has played a role in dividing families and making festive season as beautiful as Christmas to be the way it is? I think social media is just a reflection of society. Social media, it's, mm. a, it's a reflection of society. You had city people, vi- uh, yeah. vintage people, and yeah. fame, and global global excel, all of those at mm. that time. Even before then, you had uh, Punch. Yes, Punch had a weekend that all those kind of stories used to go into. Mm. So it is really not that it is new. It just got magnified yes. by social media. Most of those things used to go on anyway. Now, in spite of the fact that we're talking about how beautiful and glorious and communal everything was then, you still had different people Yes, who, in fact, my mom would serve some food and say, don't take food to that house. You say, why? Say, because she always throws the food away. Mm-hmm. Even at that time. At that time. Mm-hmm. And they don't serve food to anybody. Mm. You understand? You see, you have people that say, oh, those people's families, don't, don't go near them, yeah. you know? So, sometimes we're playing football. Okay, this is another one. When you play football back then, there were louvers. Back yes, then, there were louvers, not windows, not louvers. So, there's some, the plain louvers are cheaper. The ones that are... They get some kind of design, design. Exactly. Flower, kind of flower. flower that you can't see that's opaque. Mm, mm. Uh, the transparent one you can see through. Mm. Those opaque ones are more expensive than that. And they're harder. And yeah. harder. Yeah. So, when you're playing football, if you break a glass, parents will scold you, but they know that children have to play anyway. Mm-hmm. But fly carpet doesn't break, uh, break uh, glasses. Mm. You know the fly carpet one? Yes, those fellele. Like, mm. Fellele. Mm, mm. And when it gets torn, you can patch it. Yes. Mm. All right? But... Until the hard football started coming. Kaka. Now, when you... Yes, size Health. number five. Is it number yes, five? Yes, yes. Mm, Health so, football. Yeah. Now, Black and when white. people are playing football, you find that some parents will come and say, let that boy not play with you. Some parents. Yes. Mm. They say, let that boy not play with you because if he breaks the glass, in fact, not they buy. Mm. 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 But you see, the other parents, mm. once a glass is broken, one of the louvers is broken and you go and tell your parents that I, I was playing and they say, they say, call at you. They'll call at you. They'll bring this in, cut this in, put another one there. I will continue playing. Mm. So they know the families to avoid, which is also the same way that they will tell you, don't play with those children. I don't want to see you and that child mm-hmm. anymore. There was one my 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 neighbor's family flocked the child because they said, don't eat in their house because they saw the father come home with a snake. Egbe. And the guy was feeling this skin, scraping the this thing. And the mother stopped and said, you people eat snakes? He said, yes. And I said, thank God, we have not <laughs> taken Christmas rice from these people before. And so she spread that message around the whole this thing. But as inquisitive children were like, oh, no, how this snake tastes now. Yeah. <laughs> you be denying us our experience like <laughs> this. I snake it like fish. <laughs> Oh, you've eaten snake too? Ah. Mm. <laughs> you've eaten too? No, God forbid. Okay. So, but, but that's how we all grew up. Now, the lessons we learned from that is that, you see, social media will just reflect Who what the are. society is about. It's not like there were no heartbreaks in the times that we grew up. We had aunties that were living homes now. We had people who were sleeping with other people's wives. Auntie Billy. Oh, eh? Auntie Billy. <laughs> <laughs> This guy grew up in a different neighborhood. <laughs> e5. I know a place now. Auntie Billy. What's that? 
But if you enter our compound, people are going to say, the door will face the middle of the compound, and they will face the middle of the compound, for global paint. She painted it already. Every evening, I say, Who, 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 who? All right, Christmas show. No, so, so, no, Nani, who, who, is ministration. So they be ministering to themselves. And they be like, You see, two minutes, one uncle down. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, so she was running a consultant. She was running consultants. Okay. Somebody from Papa, this person. The next thing, Papa, this person, could just sneak. You just yeah. You like, you like nobody did. You in the entire room. Maybe now white people know they agree open. Once they enter their flat, they go lock up. But also, eh, the good thing is as we are celebrating this season and we are discussing the essence, we have somebody like you who remember I mentioned that. You started professionally in 1991. Mm. Before then, self, you don't already the 1987. Yeah, 1987, good. Mm. Now, plus or minus, we are looking at nearly 35 years, over, over 35 years, mm-hmm. you know, of this particular business. Now, in this age and time, you know, people who are practitioners in this industry are like the life of the party. If they're not day, party no day. Who would make us laugh? Oh, we want this person. We want that person. Even at big events where, you know, I, I recall st- I started seeing you the years of Chief Olusha Gobas on job. Okay, okay. You know, events where DSS go stand the bone. Mm-hmm. The president go, they laugh. But them go, they frown. Say, you they use our organ, make jokes. And I recall, I, I know that, you know, this, it wasn't always like this. Yeah, sure. You know, so we would like you to you know, give us that experience, okay. how it was from a royal family, go school, you can't decide saying I laugh, you won't make people laugh. What was the reaction then? Okay, so first thing is that uh, you have to know that when parents want you to read a particular course, it's not because they are mean, mm. it's because they're looking at their own retirement. Mm. Parents always want children to read a course that will take them off their own responsibility table. Mm, mm, mm. So they want you to be up comfortable enough so that when they retire, you will not still be depending on them. Mm. And I tell you the truth. These days, you find grandparents that still pay school fees of grandchildren. Yes. Hey, yes. grandparents. They pay school fees of grandchildren. In fact, still put the children on salaries at 34, 35, 36. Okay. Oh. Some of the children, 38, 39, still live with their parents because they not be able to launch out. That's problem of the economy too. Yes. The government is not doing well. Jobs are not there. And so the parents are like, instead of you going out, stay here. But you see, back then, by the time you are 24, in fact, 24, 23, your parents feel like you should even have taken care of yourself and and, and they should you not be their responsibilities anymore. Mm. So, so when my dad said that he wanted me to read law, First thing is every robo man has about a two three land cases. So you, when your son read law, you you <laughs> cut out the legal fees. Mm-hmm. But my dad wanted me to read law because parents were very observant back in the days. They see how interested you are in integrated science. They see how you interested you are in literature and how when you children are having conversations, how argumentative you can be, mm. how convincing you can be, mm. and how you can be trusted. And then sometimes they give children money. And then that one will account for every money that he spent. The father will be like, this one yeah, is either going to read uh, finance, banking and finance or mm. be an accountant or statistician. So all of those things were indicators that parents would look at. So the indices the parents would look at to decide what their children will become. In my own case was that I started reading at the age of three. Mm. Even when I didn't know what I was reading, I would read it and spell, pronounce, and discuss it with my dad. I'll read the New Nigerian, I'll read the West African Pilot, I'll read the Observer, Tribune, 
Trident, all of those newspapers, Sunday Times. But my dad would come back in the evening with about, and he was in Nigerian Army Education Corps. So with Bukuru, yes. they're the ones that set exams for all those military people. They're the ones that set up the Nigerian Command Secondary Schools. So my dad will, and it was too icy, uh, so second in command. And so my dad will bring the newspapers and put there and say, okay, read. So it's either he's shaving or somebody is uh, giving him a massage or cutting his, giving him pedicure and all those things. And then he'll say, read. And I'll just take the newspapers and be read, even when I don't know this thing. Mm. I'll say, uh, Gowon has uh, said this and this. Uh, Obasanjo has said this, this. The federal government is going to do this. So I read all of that. And then he'll start telling me what each one meant. Mm. So I'll read the headline, read the first uh, paragraph, go to the second one, and then we say read on that one. So, and then I would go to editorials. So, I'll read the editorials to him. The editorials were very deep mm-hmm. and concise. Now, my dad decided that from looking at me, the fact that I could read, write, and have conversations and argue correctly with points, that I was going to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so, he knew from time that oh, this one is going to be a lawyer and groomed me accordingly. Mm-hmm. I was allowed. I was the only one allowed to read James Hadley Chase. Wow! Mm. In the house. In the house. All those mills and bones, pace setters. I didn't read them. They were too light, too soft. Yes, they were too. I was. I was in the Agatha Christie category. Mm. You know, Har- uh, Harold Robbins. Those mm. are the things that I was reading, and so. Uh, I remember I went to one party and the boy was telling me, "Have I seen this famous five? I said, <coughs> I said "What novel is this?" I said, I can't read this. He said, you can't read? I said, no. I said, you have bigger novels. So I saw the sister. I said, I want that. Harlequin Romance. Mm. Oh, so, Harlequin. Uh, Romance. That, that was, that's the higher level of Mills and Bones. I mm. had a lot of it. You had of it. Uh, yeah, okay, so <laughs> now, those were the things it's I was in. So my, dad, <laughs> so my dad programmed me. Oh, so your me. parents will program you to... That's why you see some parents who are farmers. They don't want their children to be dependent on them. So they work hard to send them to school so that they can be better than themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, these days, that is a big problem now. Mm. You have children who, even at 40, 45, don't have jobs. Parents are taking care of them. And so what does that translate to for the quality of education you would also give your own child? So the reason most of our parents always wanted us to do that is because they saw the future. They mm. seen the future and they expected something from the future so that when they retire at 65, most parents, back then, parents retire at 65, 70. Mm-hmm. They keep visiting friends. Mm-hmm. They stay at home, watch news, play cards. And so. Now parents are hustling at 90, 80, fighting to go to national assembly. Sorry. Fight- <laughs> <laughs> So, so, they, <laughs> so you have parents, you, you see parents that retire from civil service at 60. They now start doing business again mm. and start hustling. And you are wondering why arthritis and all those things. Are, mm. Because the time they're supposed to be relaxed and they're still hustling. So, also, I'm curious to know how Popsy reacted to hey. you when you say you they read newspaper before now, you even understand what so it is. Now, like. when when the traits of stand-up comedy did not even come early. So uh I did jam 1984. <laughs> now well. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I did jam 1984. So I did jam nineteen eighty four. That's another problem that we have. I got two oh one. In nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Now Cut-off mark is being dropped. 
201 and they said that uh, my choice was Unilag because we're in Lagos. My dad mm-hmm. wanted me to go to Unilag. So I got 201 and they said, yes, that I was okay. So I was waiting for my GC to come out so that I'll use the GC to, because mm. I didn't do class five. Mm. And GC came, I didn't have math. Hi. Math and I, we are mutually enemies. enemies. So I didn't even have pass. Wow. So it was, and they wanted you to have at least a pass yes. in math. So I didn't get into the university. So my dad said, okay, since you didn't get into the university now, you have to go back and read class five. So 85, I went to this. I started doing extramoral classes. You know, back then, extramoral lesson. classes, yeah, lessons lesson. you teach. Yeah. You teach extramoral classes if you are good and then make some money for yourself. Mm. So I was making money for myself. I would buy G-Shock jeans, buy anything that I wanted. So my dad said, it looks like you don't know how to manage money. You are, everybody that comes and asks you for money, you are giving them, you can't, so that, clearly he knows I can't read accountants. <laughs> so one of the things that then, became clear to him was that I must read law. So who was the best in law at that time? It was Ekpoma. Bender State University Ekpoma yes. was the best yeah. uh, in law. So my dad wanted me to go. So I did jump again in 1985. I got admission and then I went. But quota system at yeah. the time couldn't let me enter. So 1986, my dad said, you're not going to sit here. Go to Abraka and read education, then when you do one year, because he didn't want me at home. You know when you are not in school and you are at home, you are up to all kinds of things. Yeah. Say so best be in the system. You do one year and then you change to the course that you wanted mm. to do. So so I was supposed to change in 1987 to law. To law. And then I started doing stand-up comedy. So I started doing this. So they would bring Raskimuno, they would bring Charlie Boy, they would bring Daniel Wilson and all those people to all those places to come and perform. And then I'll be Jaguar, uh, Papilue. And all. So I'll, I'll be doing some of those things and I'll be watching these guys. I'm like, these guys are good. Then one day, one guy bought me a tape of mm. Eddie Murphy, Raw. Mm. So I put the tape, I watched it. Like, it was the only tape that was on the VHS. I was watching, I said, I can do this thing. I can do this thing. And so, when I got into you, Epoma, I started, you know, in the batteries, you watch matches and mm, all those uh, mm. movies. So, watch the movies, I'll be throwing comments and people were enjoying it. In fact, some people will call me and say, we want to watch a movie now, come. So, so that I can make comments. And so, those side comments that I was making as a heckler, became my trademark. So people will buy me tickets if there's a show. Oh, wow. So I'll sit in the audience, the No Future Ambition area, <laughs> you know? So when the show is going on, I'll be throwing remarks and people will be laughing and enjoying themselves. Then one day, somebody now called me and said, there's a show. There's a striptease that is coming. And this girl is coming right now. Makosa music was now raining at the time. Makosa mm. had taken over. Mapuka, Makosa mm, mm. had taken over the whole of Nigeria. In fact, some gospel artists even were playing. The Makosa, beats. yes. yes. <laughs> so I said, okay, so I went. So this striptease lady came on. She was like fully endowed. Hallelujah. When I say fully endowed, you know, there's one person from Ghana that's with one short guy like this. Shetabando. Yeah. But the girl, the no, no. wife. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. no, no. no, no. Like, I, I think I'm from Guinea. 
not from Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast. Okay, but the guy is like the guy has a small body, small body, small head. She's very big. That's the way the woman was. Wow. So she came to do striptease. When she she wore a petticoat, you know they don't they don't know what a petticoat is. Now petticoat is like that uh, monkey jacket, like like a gown, but it's silk. Yeah, that was what she wore, and it enhanced her whole body because the silk was gumming her body like Hallelujah. this. Hallelujah! This hall was full. <laughs> when I say hall full, student affairs officers, lecturers that normally don't come for shoes, everybody <laughs> was there. So, so they were playing. Steve Wonder's song. Isn't she lovely? Huh. Is it? And so she was doing like this. Then she stopped. Then they started playing Makusa's song. And so as she was moving, some students ran on stage to go and touch. So she ran off the stage. So people that wanted to see her naked were like, oh, we'll burn down this place. She must come and show us. So the one of the guys that organized the event now came to me and said, come. Come go talk to these people. You know, you can pacify mm. them, just yap. So mm. they gave me the mic. The mic was an FM mic. It has one long With thing the, under yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So that it connects the to antenna, the speakers. Yeah. Antenna. So mm. I took the mic. I was walking around and said, guys, calm down. Let's go and get her to come out. If you are doing like this. So we now got some bouncers, some guys in school who were doing weightlifting. Say, so anybody that crosses this line, beat the person. So all of them stayed where they were and I went backstage and told her, I said, come. Now she had wrapped herself up. She was afraid. She said they wanted to rape her. Twice. She couldn't speak English, so she was speaking French. Yeah. So I said, no worry. I pacified everybody. Just come out and do what you need to do. So she now came out. And so when she came out and stood in the place, they now started playing music again. Then she was dancing. Then she removed the petticoat. She was wearing an undies, you know, and then bra. So students were like, and she was voluptuous. <laughs> Students were gaga. And in the flash of an eye, she removed the bra. How she removed it? When she removed the bra and freed the slaves. Like the freed. <laughs> <laughs> and fr you know, as soon as she did that, and was doing like this, and students, you know, bouncers too were even looking. People who said she control this thing were looking. It was such, because we had not seen it before. Well, well, village boys, where, where would we see that guy? Because of how our upbringing was, we, yes. we only saw it in movies. And even in movies, when you see it, it would just be a clip mm -hmm. of maybe some actor you going into now a stripper. Yeah. yeah. Continue. <laughs> so, so, that was what then happened. And then, and the now, she now turned around and was now pulling her panties ew, down. Ew, 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 ew. Then then G-string was not raining, but it was full pants, you know, like boxers. So she pulled it up, down like that, shook the distance and run off. It was enough for everybody. Guys were like... Was it enough? You were not then, I was enough. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody went crazy. So guys just went gaga. Yes, and I came back, I said, hey... I'm looking at the look by that's the student affairs of I say, sir, you were licking your lips. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I told that's how you have been, everybody. Mm. The MCs, the two MCs that were working was Fidelis Blackball and Novugakbo for Bended Broadcasting Service and Stella O Stella Ole. Those were the two MCs. Mm. But they couldn't control the audience again. And so as I came on stage, I ran the show from there. So I was very so there was no show in school mm. that happened that I was not either co-MC or the stand-up comedian. And then I was called the resident John Chuku. Oh, the mm. resident John Chuku. John Chuku. That was the name that I was called, wow. the resident John Chuku. But all my friends, you know, they are Liluya name. 
they used to call me praise the lord <laughs> and or they call me Ali, short. You know, you, you can be Benjamin and they call you Ben. Mm -hmm. So they were calling me Ali for short for Hallelujah. And then that day that I did that show, the guy gave me 10 naira. 10 naira, 1987, your father. <laughs> so the next show they had, I had a guy, Eddie Igberaise, was my first manager. In school, I'm going to manage you. <laughs> no worry. So, Eddie said called somebody and said, they said that they do show. And I'm not going to need the Ali. He said, yes, yeah, so they put, the graphic designers will write this and so they put my name there. Resident John Chuku performing. People started buying tickets and telling them, Resident John Chuku. So, the guys were supposed to pay 30 naira. They brought 10 naira, remaining 20 naira. That 10 naira, we first went to Fox and Fingers and chopped the money. So, we're expecting the next one. So a dinner went. The guys now came and said, eh, you know, uh, they are waiting for people to buy more tickets. He said, he's not coming again. He's going to Aochipoli. So if you guys don't drop anything, I will refund your 10 naira. Those ones now can say, okay, you know what? It's a big show. We'll give you 50. Mm. 50 naira. 50 naira. What? My allowance, my allowance every month is 100 naira. What? A whole month. My allowance is 100 naira. So... They now came and gave him 30 naira and said, when the show finishes, they'll give, they'll, give they'll give him 10 naira because they paid 10 before. 10 mm, so they gave him 30, so they'll give him the other 10 naira. So we're going to the event. Man. Uh, it was Shino Peters that came. Wow. And Shino Peters was the rave of the moment. Mm. People from town, everybody. So, so I introduced Shino Peters. Show was going on well. Then I did some jokes because Shino Peters had some dancers that were like... Those uh, Mapoka, mm, they mm, said mm. the dancers were crazy. Um, when they finished, and I came on stage, did about like another five, ten minutes. I think it was the longest at the time that I had done. So I was just doing jokes, jokes, jokes. Yabis, yabis, yabis. And people came on stage. Some guys from town who were businessmen and sprayed. Mm. About 60 naira or so. <laughs> about 60 naira. I said, hey. So when I finished, I told my guy, I said, manager, Take 20 naira. Edik Berise was like, ah, even if <laughs> all the people are saying that that boy is doing like this for Davido. Mm. What Edik like, Berise <laughs> <laughs> did that day? He said, I could they wash your cloth. I could they wash your <laughs> And Edik was big boy, fine boy. So Edina started managing me. Then when you come from outside school, so my fee went up from 10, 20 naira, 30 naira to 100 naira. Wow, your entire allowance, allowance, allowance for a month. For a month. Hmm. So I was earning that nearly every month. I will go to out Chipoli. I'll get that hundred naira. Sometimes it will spray me another twelve naira or thirteen naira. Then I'll come back to school. I'll go to Uniben. They'll pay twenty naira, thirteen naira, fourteen naira, fifteen naira, hundred naira. In fact, Skomit, Miss Skomit, that they used to do in uh, Uniben, which was the biggest beauty contest in the university then. They paid me 60 naira. When the show finished, people gave me nearly another 60 naira I was there about. And then they would bring a vehicle to pick me from Epoma. So I was making money. So for about like two months, I didn't go home to collect money. <laughs> so my dad now came to school. And you know then, when you go to those concerts, you have stickers. I was there. Mm. Yeah. Mr. Unilag, I was there. Mr. Mm. This, I was there. Mr. That, I was there. So I had those stickers on my door. Because it was like status. Do you know where I've been? My dad came, looked at my door. <laughs> they went to meet my uncle, Dr. Okbidi. I said, what is that Toyota up to? Last two months, he has not come to collect his money. 
<laughs> my uncle said, Atunyota. <laughs> He's a big boy, yo. <laughs> say, what is that? He's doing the comedy now. My dad said, no, he can't do comedy. He has to read law. So the plan was, I'll do one year. Mm-hmm. In then Epoma, switch. Then switch. Mm. Switch, go. <laughs> Climb me. I continued doing the thing. So my dad now said, I should go get my transcript and move to law. So I went, paid for the transcript, collected the field. It went to give it to Dr. Okpidi. Dr. Okpidi was now pursuing the thing. And they then brought this show. You know, they stopped doing the, the drinks of Hap. Yeah, Hap. Yes, Hap, yes. Hap eh? So they had Miss Hap. There was a mm. beauty contest mm. with Hap. But I think um, Henry Omofuma, that was the guy in Guinness who was running the Miss Hap, this thing. He, had an, he died or something. There was an accident, something like that. And every time they did mishap, there was always one problem. There was always a mishap. A yes. mishap. <laughs> so, so they, so they rested it. So they rested wow. the show. But we had a tour then because they were doing mishap all around the country. And I was made close to about like three or four hundred naira. From the tour. From the tour. Three or four hundred naira. When I came back to school, I bought everybody out of my room. So I had a double bunk in the room. I rocked the room. I put a DVD, put a picture of the Murphy, put a picture of uh, 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 Richard Pryor, mm. and then Red Fox. So those were my mm. inspiration. And then I'll be looking for where to get it. So I went to the library, started reading. And the more I read the more I saw that stand-up comedy was actually created by uh, African slaves. Oh, wow. So how did they create the comedy? Don't forget that all of these people were picked from different places during slavery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So most of them couldn't relate with themselves. So you pick somebody from Nupe, you pick somebody from Igala, you pick somebody from uh, Ilaje, Ijo, and uh, Robo, Yoruba, and you put them in a ship. The person that is speaking Nupe, that could relate with me. I don't know who the person is. He probably is on the other side of the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't relate with him. This person here speaks Ijo. Mm-hmm. This other person speaks Kalabari. And the other person speaks Ichekiri. So there's no way we could relate. Mm-hmm. And so when they got to the, to the farms and were distributed to either cotton farm, corn farm, anywhere, there were, there were no communication uh, platforms for them. They couldn't relate. So... They started learning how to speak the English language, which was how you got your broken English. Okay. And so it would be like, master, call you. Master, say no. Hungry, master, hungry. Mm. And so the ones that managed to even begin to learn the language now try to speak it. And in trying to speak it, it became very funny. Mm. So the masters would sit in the evening in and their patio and call them to come and sit down. And anybody that has a great story should stand up and tell it. Mm. That's where your stand-up comedy started from. Now, the ones that were musicians who learned how to play musical instruments in the farms didn't understand each each one's language. So it meant that the song you know, I can't sing it. The song you know, I can't sing it. So we play instrumentation and and carry the chorus. That's where your jazz music started from. Mm. Mm. And so in learning all of this, I went deeper to understand that if you watch Django, yeah. You see Samuel L. Jackson made it into the house mm-hmm. and became the house slave. Mm-hmm. And in making it into the house, it meant that his own children would get better. So yeah. he'll get better treatment. He can yeah. get good food and yeah. give to them. So yeah. everyone was striving to be funnier than the other person. Mm. 
which is why the people who did not have their mouths padlocked could learn the language faster than the people. Because to learn a language, you must repeat the Continuously, words. Continuously, yeah. So the people who didn't have their, their mouth padlocked learned the language faster. Now, there were other slaves who were taken to like Brazil and all those places. A lot of them didn't develop this stand-up thing because they were working in cornfields. And if you walk in cornfields, you will chop. Mm-hmm. Ground nuts, you will eat. But in cotton fields, they knew you can't eat cotton. Now, so mm-hmm. there were no padlocks. That's why the number of people who were writers, who became orators, who became poets, Maya Angelou and the rest of them were from families who were working in cornfields and could be, could be termed the early entertainers, which also led to the fact that when slavery ended, a lot of all those guys that were learning how to play all those instruments moved to New Orleans mm. and carried on the jazz music. And so what was jazz music? We play instrumentation. We don't need to sing. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that then learned how to even sing now started doing blues like B.B. King. Now, so for stand-up, when I found out what it meant, I worked harder to make sure that every time I stepped up on stage, I would tell one story. So I started taking stories from mm. different places, which is why I had that strength of spontaneity. Story. And I could do a story for as long as possible. I just pick situations. I was like, um, you can tell when a woman is waiting to ask her, her husband questions by how many times she's tapping her legs. And she <laughs> say, Mama, how now? Fine, no. <laughs> so you just, so you then learned how to create comedy from observations. You read, you watch people. Create scenarios. You hear, exactly. You, all of those. Now, I, I became a different, or a fresh breath of air from the kind of jokes that you hear Jaguar, Baba, uh, Jaguar, mm-hmm. Papilu, uh, mm. Samanja, and all those people tell. The only person that did anything close to what I was doing was John Chuku, which was why I was called the resident John Chuku. But John Chuku was a kind of comedian that did long stories. He'll tell you of his trip from Kano to Enugu. And as he's telling the story, he's... So which was from the uh, storytellers of old, like Jimmy Sholanke, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, but I was a break from it. I was like the molded after. Yes, I was a mold after the Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Red Fox, mm. just punchy, 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 punchy like that. And when I then went to tell my dad, 1988, I said, um, I was waiting. You don't disturb him before network news. So the network news was on when it finished. And I said, he said, huh, I thought you would never come <laughs> to ask for your money. Me that I came and dashed my brothers and <laughs> sisters, 50-50 naira. All yeah. of uh-uh. So I, my father's wife then said I broke or something. So I, was, <laughs> so I was just waiting. So when he finished, and I said, and I said that I, that I came. So I came to school. I didn't see you. And my dad is, my dad, my dad is a bookworm. He got his PhD at 86. So anytime I'm arguing with him, he say, yeah, you need literate. Don't mm-hmm. talk to me. So I told him, I said, daddy, uh, I came from school to tell you something. Say, okay, have you been rusticated? I said, no. <laughs> so what? I said, I've decided that I don't want to read law. <laughs> you don't want to read law. <laughs> okay. He let it sit. And you know those silence that your parents take when you tell them something. I said, so, so 
you want to be. I thought he wanted to mention a profession. Say so you want to be a trant. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I said, I, I want to continue with religious studies and philosophy. He said, and to what end? Mm-hmm. I said, I want to continue with religious studies and philosophy. He said, and to what end? I said, um, but I've not told him that I want to do comedy. And I said, because I want to do comedy. He said, uh, yes, comedy, like, what? I said, crack jokes. Was it? <laughs> he said, you're very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're very funny. Hey, but but uh, just hold on, hold on. Called the uh, Endurance. That's my younger brother. Endurance. Come. Go and call uh, Ajene. So my uncle lived like two blocks from us. So go and call Ajene. So my uncle came at about quarter past ten. My uncle, you know how robo man, they tie rapper mm, and mm, singlet mm. and walked in. You could see that my uncle was very upset that they woke him up. Who know what he was up to Chai. at the time they called him. <laughs> <laughs> so he came in and said, hey, Prince, they, 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 say, kid, they now saw me. Ah, you are back from school. And the way I was standing, I said, hey, I'm sure he has entered trouble again. Mm. So he said, hey, okay, see your son. He has a message to tell you. My uncle said, hey, they don't get belly for him. <laughs> <laughs> said, no, 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 no. Uh, he has something very more important. Ah, okay. So what is it? Did you join court? I said, I said, no, sir. Uh, he said, hey, so, so we're good. Hey, so what is it? I said, uh, I don't want to read law again. My uncle just got up. He said, hmm? now you call me comfort. <laughs> You know, read law. Hey, that means he has found another father now. My uncle that was supposed to like, <laughs> he has found another father to read law in this family. He said he won't read law. But now you call me consul. No, 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 no. So he was getting, I said, no, he hasn't told you what he wants to do. So my uncle was standing. And my uncle is a 6'3", huge guy. Like he did, I mean, that's how he looked. Mm. So he was coming towards me and said, hey, what did you say you want to read? I said, not read. I want to become a comedian. My uncle fell on his chair. was laughing. He said, comedian. It's good, though. I was telling my father, it's good. It's very good. Comedian. Packed his chair. Hey, man, deal with him. I don't want to have anything to say to this one. Oh, it's wasted. All the money and everything wasted. All the speech, 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 English that he speaks, wasted. So my uncle left. I knew I couldn't sleep in that house. Because my dad would beat me. So, as my uncle was going out, you know, you have to go lock the burglary. Mm. So I went out, locked the burglary, and I didn't go back in. Wow. Mm. And my dad and I didn't talk from 1988 till 1998. Wait. Whoa. 1988 till 1998. 10 years. 10 years. What the hell? Like, did you try to reach out? I tried. Went one time to call because I was in Benin. So I went one day ahead. I was going to worry. So I went to talk to him and said, uh, you know, they want to see me. Mm-hmm. So, but at that time, so this was the thing. So people ask, well, where did you get the inspiration to become a great comedian? I was committed. I was like, I want to prove him wrong. Good. Mm-hmm. Because these were the indications. I'm making four or five hundred naira mm-hmm. every month. You're giving me 100. So it means this profession can actually make me like a thousand naira yeah. if I were to. So I could make a lot more and even pay yourself. Mm. 
And so what is the... And then the popularity, the comfort. I told you of how I bought everybody out of my room. Mm. The yeah. comfort, the respect, the, the business behind it, the fulfillment that comes from job satisfaction. There were not lawyers who were making that, even who were practicing, mm-hmm. who were making that kind of money. I'm mm. talking people who were professional lawyers at the time. Some doctors were not making that kind of money. Mm. And I was like, no, this is the thing to do. And it comes effortlessly. So you what's know? a novice? That 10 years where you and Pops, you not see eye to eye, when we are no talk, and you did all that you could, you were committed to ensuring that you became successful so that in go look back, say, okay, this choice where you decide to make not the right choice. Mook, we talk about those 10 years because I know that it wasn't all rosy. It wasn't. Mm. Just like how Uncle reacted to your decision mm. and how Popsy reacted. I'm sure some other people were like, ah, comedian. I know there was an uncle that, that was different. Chief Benjamin Okumagba. Chief Benjamin Okumagba. Of worry. So Chief Okumagba, when he heard the story, called me. So I went to worry and told him. He's, you know, I think parental guardians and exposure is very important. He said, comedian. So I told him how much money I make. You know, he's a businessman. He owned the Dama Hotel. You know, when you hear Okumagba, he said, "Eh." okay. So tell me. So I told him like two, three jokes. He was reeling. He said, oh, this is good. This is good. So where mm. do you practice it? How do you get paid? So I said, they call me. And then I said, said yeah, okay. Don't worry about your... I'll talk to Chief. He's uh, older than my dad. Mm. I said, he will talk to him. So he said, yeah, by the way, uh, so your school fees going forward, I'll take care of it. Oh, wow. So from year two to final year, Okmaba took care of my school fees. So I was, when there's holidays, I go to Okmagba. So I didn't wow. go home again. So that just made me feel like this man for taking this out, mm-hmm. taking his time out to fill mm-hmm. in this gap, I will not disappoint him. Hmm. So I was, but the thing is I was making more money and there was no time for school again. Gee. So he, he said that she will sell accountants to call me. Accountant will call somebody who, Come and give me the message. There's a, there's a, we got a call. Your dad said you should come to worry. So I'll go. I said, I hear your, your results are dropping. Your rates, your grades are dropping. What is happening? I said, yes, but I'll catch up. You know, I'll catch up. I'm still at 3.2. I'll catch up. You know. I said, well, you were at 4.3. So why would you drop? I said, eh, yes, yeah. So this comedy thing, you have to leave it all. So I was like, okay, I'll match, I'll match it. So I started, you know, doing a lot more so boning some shows and all of that but as I was boning shows yeah, it became more expensive in, exactly Scarcity. so they say uh, uh, come do this thing in uh, Unibar I say no I don't have time I say yeah come now we'll give you 500 wow <laughs> I'm like 500 <laughs> what's not the reason <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Lasso uh, Luth yeah the physiotherapy students society now called me for one event and they paid 700. Hmm. 700 naira. 700 naira for one show. They sent a station wagon to come pick me in Epoma. Brought me, put me in Mainland Hotel, Onyibo. And Mainland Hotel then was like a cool hotel. hotel there. You know, I stayed in Mainland Hotel. They brought the car. The car picked me. When I entered the hall, the way people were shouting, 
I thought I was uh, blacky. <laughs> because then those were the people that were raining now. Mm-hmm. So I entered the hall. I did jokes. Then I said, yap, yap, yap. So I was going from point to point. I had a cordless mic long. So I was going from point to point. I was yap. And all these people that was yapping were all laughing. Mm. So I would yap this, yap this. One guy now said, yap. I said, Nami, you want you to destroy your life? <laughs> so I was on a roll. So when I finished, the guy now said, is it possible for me to come with him to a club tonight? I said, club. There was a club called Jabita. It's opposite airport hotel. Mm. So if I can come with him to Jabita, I said, yes, I went. Don't forget that between 88 and 90, 419 was raining. Yes, 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 yes. So I went to perform. First 5,000 naira. What? No kidding. And I I even dashed out of it because the people that were picking were stealing. 5,000 naira? I mean like plenty Mm. money. I I said, I picked that money. I was like, I'm not going back to school. I was telling myself, I said, I'm not going back to school. So the guy that brought me from loot to the show, I gave him something. Then the Saturday, I was supposed to go back to Epoma. Somebody now said he would take me to Roots Nightclub. Mm. Roots Nightclub was on the Lowell Lowe Street, near the bridge. Mm. It was upstairs. Now took me there. Went. After like 20 minutes, now said, it's your turn. Uncle Eddie, there's a guy, Eddie, the DJ, said, I'll fix you. So they fixed me. They gave me a mic. I cracked jokes that day. Another maybe like 700 or 800. My brother had a bag on my shoulders. I had the money in. So I was even afraid of coming out of the place because with all that kind of money, I was really thinking, I said, religious studies and philosophy. What did I read this thing for? But the truth is that religious studies and philosophy was very impactful Mm. in shaping me because the philosophy mm. angle of it made me understudy history, languages, culture, different things. And all of it exposed me to the sociology of people. And, and I became very vast in all those subjects and put them into my performance. It was, it was awesome. Mm. And so for me, I decided that I was going to not shame, but prove my dad wrong. Mm. And so in 2002... I bought him an S-Class. Ooh. Wow. Nice. So we had sorted the thing. They had talked to him and all mm-hmm. of that. So I went to visit him. So we took the S-Class. We got there. They had told him we finished. I greeted him. So he was just nonchalant. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so when we were leaving, we got into my V-Boot. And we were about driving off. Say, so I said, yeah, why are you people leaving this? I said, it's yours. <laughs> my dad said, I leave. But... <laughs> 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 so so that was that was it. That so was how do you, we run. Do you do you think that um people people respected because to me I don't think lots of people when they hear that oh you're a comedian, they respect whoever that is. Do you think people respected comedians because of the way they see you putting effort or because of the way they sell you're making money? Okay, so the thing is that there were there were different stages of respect. One was the corporate world mm. welcomed what we're doing. Mm. The corporate world saw that you were adding value. So value proposition. Mm-hmm. It is it is the value you bring to the table with your act that people pay for. Yes. It is not the talent you have. Mm. The talent is okay. But it is mm-hmm. when people start paying for it that you then begin to make money. Mm. So you can know how to sing. Mm. You can sing in your choir, tenor. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> but but if you don't turn all that thing to to bring <laughs> money, you know, what's that? What's it? Dubai? Is it Dubai? To wait for So if you don't convert it to that service, if you don't convert the talent you have to service, nobody will pay for it. Mm. Mm. So it's the conversion of that thing to service that made people wake up to it. So mm. somebody, for instance, there was an event that I was invited for. Um, the Solomon Etabuji, he was the marketing manager for Coca-Cola at the time. And he said, no, no, they have a concert. Um, Blackie will be performing. King, King Waliman will be performing. The guy that sing, if you need a woman, raise up your hand, raise mm. it up. Tra la la la. So it was a big concert. And they were having it at uh, National Stadium, National Theater. And he said he wanted a comedian to fill in when they are changing. Yes. Oh. So I said, okay, well, I'll do it. So I did that this day. And they paid me, I think, 600 or something. I was bawling. And now people knew me. Now, of all these times that I was doing all of this, it became clear that people needed the service. Mm-hmm. But it is only when they get engaged or know or see or feel it that they will, that they will know that this thing is good. Mm-hmm. For instance, you see some people that do massage. And somebody's going, why is the person twisting this person's hand like this, twisting this person's hand? The person's a chiropractor. And so he's making that person's body feel okay. Then you then see that when he finished, the person who couldn't walk before is now walking. It's mm-hmm. the same tra- tactics like that uh, pastors use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody walks in, he can't walk. And you provide a service that makes the person, you pray or something, and the person stands up and walks. The audience is hooked. So what's so, a... Um, okay. And um, we've just been talking, Sha. We've not talked about the ladies. So I wanted to ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, the ladies. I mean, yeah. yeah sure. At the time, you were a big deal. And I'm sure the ladies were yeah, sure. coming for you. Mm. So um, there are two angles to this. Okay. You know, if, some uh, some people say that oh, they don't take comedians seriously. Yeah, I mean, they're never serious. Sure. And Until you owe us. And I mean, and I'm here right now and I see that comedians have most of the mm-hmm. beautiful women like yeah. in Nigerian comedy industry. Sure. If you're looking sure. at their wives, you're like, wow, mm-hmm. this person, uh-uh. And their girlfriends. <laughs> you know, they are so fine. So did, it, did you have an issue trying to choose a no, partner? No, so no, I did not have. So first thing is that, uh, you know, I grew up with seven older sisters. Mm-hmm. As I the first son. You know, this uh, male child syndrome thing mm, was, was mm, there. Mm. And so the male child syndrome thing was that all my sisters were girls anyway. Um, my dad wanted a son badly and it made him have one, two, three other children because he wanted a son. Mm. And when that was happening, you know what it does to the girls? They feel like, so we are nothing, happy. Mm. And so my sisters did not treat me like a male child. They treated me like a human being. Mm. So they can pretend when my dad is there. Oh, no, don't, don't wash plate. Ah, don't sweep mm. the floor. Ah, don't, don't. When my dad says, if you not sweep that, if I give you backhand, you know? So I learned how to cook. I learned how to sew. I learned how to knit. I learned how to, to decorate. I learned how to design. Everything my sisters taught me. Bake. I learned how to... Um, 
to I mentioned need and all of that needs and so my sisters taught me a lot of things. So I got very close to them and got to understand my sisters a lot. So most of the things that I learned about women, treatment of women, and how they talk and how they see things were just from relating with my sisters. Mm. And I told you that when I was much younger, I read books that mm-hmm. were for mm-hmm. adults. Mm-hmm. So I related with a lot more adults. Mm-hmm. So when it was time to date, the people were my peers, my age mates, did not, they were not appealing. They were not appealing. So because when we start talking and I feel like there's some space or vacuum of maturity, I get turned off. Not turned off as like, oh, I'm irritated by you. But the fact that I'd be no like, we're not on the same level. Mm. Mm. Let me give you how that pans out. When you're dating a young girl and you say, oh, for some young, some young girls, let's not generalize. Some young girls and you say, oh, let's go to Dubai. She's packed her bag, you know, there's Dubai trip coming up. But when you're dating some mature person and you say, let's go to Dubai, you said, to do what now? Yeah. Said, let's go and have fun. Said, Invest that money somewhere. The money that you take to Dubai, buy one land. Or do something with it. Or let's just go to a restaurant, have a great time, and we'll be okay. So you then see that the maturity is different. I'll give you an example. When I wanted to settle down, I was dating some people. Oh, so uh, say some people. Yeah, so, so I had like two, I had, I had some two relationships going. And then, wait now, wait, I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I have some two relationships going. And then I made some money. I had one girl in Unilag. So I told her that they just paid me this amount of money. She was like, hey, you said you're going to buy me this. You said you're going to do this. You said you're going to do this. Then I told another person, I said, I made this. I said, hey, where's my own share now? Mm. <laughs> then I told one that I said, come and open an account mm. and keep the money there. Mm. And I was like, no, but said, you spend it, keep it. You then see the sense in certain things mm. and it helps you make up your mind on who you want to date. You want to mm. Sometimes you're having a conversation. I have, I have a friend who tells me that if he goes to a woman's house and he sits down and he says, I put the news on and she's watching, I don't want to, I don't Telemundo. Know. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Z-World. And you're like, ah, did you hear of uh, the strike? We say, ah, I don't watch those news. Did you hear? So, so no, I don't do those. They say. So, where do you get information that shapes you? Your, from? Yes, or shapes your opinion mm. or understanding of the society that you are in. Where do you get? Where do you get those from? You don't read newspapers. You don't listen to radio. Instagram. You don't. TikTok. And then, as soon as the person finishes, I say, Ah, Linda Keji said. Uh, ah, this lover said. Uh, this. Uh, this is. Uh, said. Uh, so you you're not improving yourself by being informed. Mm. You're, you're getting disinformed by certain things because it is the opinion that those things put in your head. And what did Jesus say? It is what comes into you. It's not what comes into you that destroys you. It's it is what goes out. Mm. What goes out is what you have regurgitated. So when it comes to relationship, and then I then got a yardstick. And that yardstick still works to date. I say, you must be over this age. Mm. You must have a degree you must have your own house. Mm. Really? Oh, yes. 
you must have your own house whether it's rented or not you have your own house let me tell you why it is that so that when we are in a relationship it is not because we're in that relationship that you then depend on it okay so i'm dating some i'm dating somebody i want the person to be somebody who when i feel like doing something for you i'll do it not because, but not you, because need you need it mm. So there's some people be like the reason they are dating you is because the rent will soon be due. <laughs> well, I paid some rent in my life. Yes, I have. Oh. And so and so when that happens, it means that it defines our relationship. Which is what I tell love, Blossa. Sorry to cut you. Really, love and relationship for a girl that does not have a job is different from the meaning of love to a girl that has a job. Sure. A girl that does not have a job, love and relationship to her is. Give me, take me to this, take me to Dubai, buy me these, fund my account and stuff. That is what she seems as love. She's as love. You you shake her leg in the morning. She don't post them for her status. Oh my God, I got the best bae. But the one that has what she's doing that is not necessarily looking at what you are giving it to her. Love to her is you spending time with me. I'm having a, a, I can, I can talk to you and I get filled. I can get elevated when I'm talking to you. Um, sacrifices and all those. And the question where you can't ask yourself, which one is stand test of time? You see, yeah, this most, one. most times eh, it is that, now this is a shout out to ladies who are independent mm. and know what they want. You know, it gets to a particular age. There are certain things that happen. The majority of the person tells you how well that relationship will be. Yes. So for instance, it's your birthday. Let me just pick a situation. I'll hide it with the name so that you don't... So, so this girl, it was her birthday. This guy has rented a house for her in Lekki Face 1. And he was working with uh, Ambody at the time. So they went, traveled, went somewhere, then they went to Abuja. On her birthday, he couldn't make it. But she had bragged to all her friends that my papa would come and this and so. So when he finished, and by the way, he was married, so let's... Uh, and so he came that day after Oga had freed him mm. and drove to the girl's place. When he got there, she was livid. Where were you? You disappointed me. You embarrassed me. All my friends were here. Blah, 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 blah. And the guy was like, see, I should have just gone home. Mm. But I said I should just come because of my work. And he said, so please. And he was like, no, no. So he got... This thing got his and then was going out. She took flower pot and threw on his windscreen. Mm. And so the guy drove the car to work and took an official car back home and called somebody to go and fix it. And they fixed it. Two weeks later, he called the landlord and said, I'm giving that place up. Wow. And the girl now started calling friends to talk to him and she was angry that was why but if there are people who you're dating even if something is more grievous than not showing up for a birthday they won't react like that Mm -hmm. some will call you and it will be that you didn't pick your call when I called so if like I explained that time that we started Mm -hmm. if if you're standing in front of your boss or you are in front of the policeman, the policeman is asking you a question and your phone is ringing. You now tell the police, I beg, chill first. You know. So maturity comes to understanding. 
not understanding to stupidity. Mm-hmm. You, you, you have to you have to know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, maturity comes with understanding. So the people you want to date, you have to date someone who understands you, understands what you do. I mean, there are some people who are dating some guys. With, to answer your question, there are some people who date some people. And because they do not understand what that person's business is, they think all relationships are the same. Hmm. So two girls are in Unilag. One of them is dating a student in school. The other one is dating somebody who's working in town. Oh, let's go to the restaurant. That one will carry her boyfriend and go. The one that the boyfriend is working in town can't come with you to... Mm-hmm. to cafe- cafeteria to go mm-hmm. and eat. Oh, let's go to the library. They'll go to the library. This one that has a boyfriend, that one with her boyfriend will go and read in the library. Then they will say, oh, they are going clubbing. They'll go clubbing. The one that is dating somebody that is outside cannot begin to compare her relationship mm-hmm. with that guy mm-hmm. and the person in school. Deep. It's the same thing with if you're dating someone who has a nine to five. You can't compare the relationship you have with somebody who's dating somebody who's nine to five with somebody who is an entertainer. An entertainer from Friday to Sunday is when he's also not available. Mm-hmm. So if you are working Mondays to Friday, if you are expecting to be seeing him Friday to Saturday, then you should be dating somebody who works from Monday to Friday yeah. like you. Because if you are not dating somebody like that, when the person, when you now say, oh, come and see me, guys, I have a show. Every time I say, come to see me, you have a show. And you know I work from Mondays to Friday. So what should the person do? It's like all these associations, old old boys association. Mm. When they call meetings, they call meetings on Saturday or Sunday. When is the time an entertainer works? Mm-hmm. But they won't put it on a weekday. Because that's, that's when the they time work. that they work. Mm. That's the thing. One time they put a meeting for one day. So I said, I'm not going to come. They say, ah, but it's a Saturday. I said, do I put, mm. me- did I say put meetings on Wednesday? Mm. So I will leave a wedding reception that I've been paid for. And come and sit with you people so that we can relieve old days. Also, I still want to ask about women. Sure. And your fame and popularity. Yeah. But let me just emphasize. Well, go ahead, go ahead. I will go ahead. Mm-hmm. But let me emphasize something you said. Because I'm sure that there are several young people who might be in this situation. Mm-hmm. Juggling their career or their whatever talent they are pursuing and um, education. You were making money. You had fame. You feel even sell out, buy out your other roommates, sure. they the room by yourself. But as the money they come, you still hold school and you do am well. Okay. Now, for so many young people who are faced with this dilemma of ah, I'm making money, I'm going on tour. School has come. I'm everywhere. Share this school really matter because for Ram, he don't they successful now. He's making two million, one million, for example, go on show. He don't make in school fees for two years. How how were you able to still Stay level-headed and still keep your eyes on the prize. You see, it's a lot of people make the mistake and think that because you're a comedian, you're not literate, you're not educated, you're not intelligent. Yeah, they make that mistake a lot. I teach MBA classes. Hmm. I lecture professionals on different subjects from marketing to public relations to advertising to financial management to networking. to So it, it, it depends. So... All of that is important. Money is important. But you still need education. Give you an example. The reason some football players who neglected education and faced only football mm. can't become coaches today is because they can't read and write. Yes. Mm. Because to become a coach, you sit for an exam. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you see this guy playing. He has skills. 
He has beautiful skills, but he can't become a coach because he has to go to school. Yeah, you have a license. Of course. You read book. You read book. Mm. So you then find some other people who become very successful in their careers. He's a musician and all of that. But because he can't read and write, he doesn't also then become... I'll use an example. Stupid boy, Timmy Dacolo. <laughs> oh my God. Mm. Timmy Dacolo learned how to write music. Oh. He read it and learned how to write music and was teaching himself how to play the piano. Some people just know how to sing and that's it. Mm-hmm. But you can see that the quality of his lyrics reflect the intelligence of the monkey. Yes. Yes, it's a monkey. Let him come. <laughs> awesome guy. Amazing. And if you look at the talent in that same space, you see that a lot of them still want to be educated. And the way you know that they, they miss education is that they want their children to get the education. Mm. The education that they didn't get, they want their children to get education. But we have a society now that does not believe in education. So, so 80% of the market that you push to do not believe in education. So some people are getting away with it. Mm-hmm. Which is the same reason why you find that if there are two options, this guy is educated and this is the guy you should choose, people will choose the one that is not educated because it's popular. Okay, so you said something um, earlier about when you're choosing your women, you have to mm. go for the intellectual mm-hmm. one, like you, you have your stages, your level. It's your level of understanding that determines the kind of woman, woman that you want as well. Okay, so, <laughs> so <laughs> let me smile with you first. <laughs> so, um, your lady right now, sure. obviously, she works on the bank. Yeah. Um, Our mommy Mary <laughs> for somebody for somebody over caliber, right? Like she obviously she makes lots of money and stuff. Yeah. And you must have ceremony. You make millions. You do your comedy. You have lots of investments here and there. You do make your money as well. Do you sometimes feel somehow that people might be insinuating or might be looking at you that maybe she she funds your lifestyle? Okay, so to answer that question. Is AY's wife funding his lifestyle? No. Is Bobby's wife funding his lifestyle? Is Basket's mm-hmm. mouse wife funding his lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Is TA's wife funding his lifestyle? Okay, let me be It is because people do not know how much money we make. Mm. Yes. So it's okay to insinuate and it's accepted. But in any, in any case, it's my wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you see, if like there was a time somebody said that and God bless her, her, her soul. Uh, what's the... Akitola Williams. Yes. Mm. Akitola Williams' wife, uh, Mommy Oye, one time was sitting somewhere and I was working. And it was the Muson Center. And one of the girls said, Ali, I read in uh, Climax newspaper that uh, he dates women for money. And Mrs. Oye told the person, say, Ali will date people for, date somebody for money. Then he's greedy. He said, why? Any time from 400,000 in your job. And then he's done another show and he's here doing another one again. If you add all those things together, he probably has made about like 1.8 in less than one week. Mm. So who does he want to date for money? Mm. You see, people do not know. Now, the story that you just insinuated now is something that people did not know initially. But as soon as they knew and started finding out that, oh, these guys are making a lot of money. You know, some people still don't believe that when you say Mark Angel is one of the richest comedians. They don't believe. They don't believe. Until somebody then hears how much YouTube. If 
Facebook, Facebook pays him every month. Pay him every month. You hear somebody's making close to $300,000 every month. And you're like, is it not that guy that wears big knicker? And, and if he were dating a banker, or if he was dating a politician, or, an oil. or somebody who works in an oil and gas company, they'll be like, it's the oil and gas money. Mm. Because they do not know the intricate reasons that drive or the integral factor that drives how much money the person makes. But that said, it is important for you to also know that the people who pay for the services that we offer know the value that we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And for those people, those are the people we, they, like you say, there's evidence. <laughs> evidence for. But you still need to explain to many. Mm. And when the story started going around, initially, I will ignore it. You know, my ex-wife then, Pat, was working in multi-choice. And the money she was earning, when somebody read it and the person said, is that, how much would she be paid, be paid in that place? That I know who the GM, that's her boss, ends. And it is not close to what we paid you. Mm-hmm for the event that you did. You know, I told somebody one time, I said, the first time I got a 1.6 million Naira check was 1995, 1996, when I did the Sassen Brow tour. At the time that What's I made that... Novel, so? 1995, 19... I never born there. 1995. Born. 1995. Yeah, Sassen Brow tour. And it's uh, IDE Young. IDE Young, 1.6 million Naira. In fact, it was 1.7. They, they did with holding tax and one thing, one thing and gave me the check. Lions Bank check. 1.9 1.6 million and the person that paid me the money at the time is still alive so most times when i mention it and then when we talk about money is true people who have not paid you yes. till date do not know how much you earn they until don't. they encounter it yes so i was talking one day one lady said she wanted me to do an event for her i said they should pay 10 million she said 10 million i'm going to call mary i said okay we call mary so Mary asked her, how much are you people? She said, we uh, wanted to give him 500. Ah, Mary said, 500. 500 what? She said, 500,000. Naira or dollars. So what do you want me to do? He said, talk to him now. Let him do this for us now. <laughs> Mary said, if he does it for you, 5 million, he'll try. The woman said, so he charges that much? Mm. So there are people who still have that belief that this is nothing. One guy was... I've used Bonner Boy twice for my show. Mm. I know what he charged me. But it is because now you yes. that he charged. But there are some people, if you do now you for them, they go and tell other, other people, people that True. that is what you charge. Mm. So mm. I tell people that prices move around. If I'm doing something for you, if I'm supposed to charge 1.5 and I say, okay, pay 500, I will do a letter to you and tell you Discount. my fee is 1.5. I'm doing this for you at an honorarium of 500,000 mm. and do a letter to you. The day somebody calls me and says, that's my fee, I say, see, it's an honorarium. Mm-hmm. So I teach a lot of young artists, always do those kind of letters because the person sitting in that office will not be there two years later. When they open the file and see that, oh, it's 500 you charge, that's what they want to pay you. Mm. So when it comes to monies, people would always say, that well, I'm happy my wife is a banker I enjoy some benefits of her being an executive director of a bank and being an MD mm-hmm. as well she was the MD of Enterprise Bank for for a while and and she is the COO of uh, the holding company of the bank as well now 
So what do I what do I benefit from her plenty? One, the business acumen that she brings to the table is awesome, which is which leads to the point of people saying, oh, what do we bring to the table that people should not be asking what you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. It is important to have you be with somebody that brings something to the table mm-hmm. because this table that you have may have one leg. If the person brings the second leg to the table, the table stands better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every time you say bring to the table, it may not be what you're putting on the table. It may be that this table says there are no legs, it's just a table. So the person will bring four legs to the table. Mm. But you must bring something to the table. Why? Because when you bring something to the table, you own the relationship as mm. well. Mm. Mm. When you bring when something, you, bring, you, you own. You own, you own the some, table. Some of now. them they say that they are kuntus then bring. So as we're saying, yeah. <laughs> so so as we're saying, it is it is important. I have a friend who mentioned that. He asked one lady one time that yes. they've been dating and he said, you know, I've looked at this relationship really and I want to know what you're bringing. Mm. And the lady was like, why would you ask me what you're bringing? He said, some people will bring understanding to mm. the table mm. and that's all that matters. Some people will bring encouragement to the table and, that's all that matters. and tell this person that I'm with you. Anything you want. Uh-uh. There's one time they... <laughs> They came to arrest one guy. <laughs> what did the woman bring to the table? Networking. Mm. They arrested the guy. She called one person, called the other person. That is also the the brother was saying, How is he going to do this now? Mm-hmm. They've arrested him. He said, Don't worry. Like 30 minutes later, the vehicle that took him <laughs> brought him back. Brought him back. <laughs> and then he entered the house. Huh? And when he entered it, he said, You've been winch. That's the guy was telling you well. You've been winch. He said, What, sir? Said I was just sitting down. One commissioner drove in. I was just a police drove in and said, "Where is so and so person?" Yeah. So we went to arrest him. Said they were now looking for a person to point. They said, yeah, "It's inspector that said that." He said, <laughs> "Say who said they should go and arrest the man?" He said, "He said on what ground, sir? Do you have a warrant?" He said, "No, we." They said he wants to travel. So, so they went to pick him up on a Friday. And you know what they do Ooh, yes. to keep it on Monday? Ah, Friday now weekend now. Uh uh-uh. mm. And the woman made two three calls. And what do you bring to the table? What did the Jacob's wife bring to the table? She mm-hmm. brought hearing and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Cause she told him, he said, he said they should go and prepare porridge. Mm. Let's prepare this porridge. So it doesn't have to be cash. Mm. Every time you say, what do you bring to the table? Some people think it is cash. Mm. Value. Are you, are you okay? True. Sometimes it is understanding. Mm. Sometimes it is respect. Mm-hmm. In fact, I know people who prefer respect to love. Facts. Facts. I know people hmm? who prefer money management to love. <laughs> this man will say, uh, I just made 200 million. And the wife is like, let's go and build that house in the village. She's not from the village. Mm-hmm. But she knows anytime they go to the village, the There's kind somewhere. of place that you stay, mm-hmm. it's not there. So she said, let's go and finish that house in the village. Hmm. Very true. Also, a novice. I know they talk plenty, but we get plenty things we'll go cover. You spoke about younger talents. Yeah. And you are somebody who a lot of people have benefited from and they have passed through you. Now, they have gone on to become very, very successful. Sure. Some, they say, ah, now I'll say. Mm. Some, maybe don't forget where they come from. No problem. But also, the good thing be say, you are the perfect example of the sky is big enough for every bird to fly. Yes. You get any time when sometimes you go look, say, ah, if to say I know, 
this person and for not give them the free hand when I give them or the connect or the help will make the person come popular because not everybody turned out to be grateful for mm -hmm. the support mm -hmm. and help. Did you, did you, did, do you at any time regret your magnanimity and your awakening uh, that okay. you open to everybody? Okay, so, so the way I see that is that everybody reacts differently to mm. gratitude. They express their gratitude differently. Some people may say it in private. Some people will be loud in it anywhere, like an AY, mm. anywhere he wants to say it. There are people who, there's a guy that, that bought a car. Uh, if I mention name, Didon. Didon, okay. I gave him a Volkswagen, uh, Golf 2, Golf 3. He said when I gave him the car, that he drove to one place and somebody said, it's a lie, not a trap. And he was like, how is it a trap? So he, he speaks about it like I gave him a push of his life. Mm. AY speaks about it. So, but like three days ago, we had a competition and Basket Mouth was speaking. And Basket Mouth said that, uh, that I taught him spontaneity and how to make a joke from different things, mm. you know, when he just started. Mm. You know, he has said it once before and then he said it again. And one guy said, ah, you know, I thought basket mouth. I said, the people express their gratitude differently. Yeah. And I don't hold anybody. Jesus didn't say, oh, I cured 10. Mm -hmm. Only one came to ten, say thank you. you. But he still cured the 10. Mm -hmm. So the purpose that you were brought for is to cure the 10. It's not to receive gratitude. Mm. Mm. So, so if it is not. So if you, if you, there are some people that I recommend for events. And sometimes I tell the person, just call the person, it's only when it is necessary or you need a discount that you should mention me. But call this person or call these two other guys. They will be available. Sometimes it's because of negotiation. Oh, Ali, uh, we have this event. Uh, it's two million we want to pay. And I say, ah, I'm booked for that date. Even if I don't have an event. But trust me, I could do well with two million. It doesn't matter. She will buy for well. She will pay for mm -hmm. something. I'll, mm -hmm. take, I'll take your two million. But you see, when you take that money, you're eating into the territory of other young comedians. And if you're taking two million, gradually people will now begin to say, ah, if at least taking two million, why, you why should this person mm -hmm. not take one million? Mm. So you're killing the career. It's like an SAN that become a charge and bail lawyer. Mm. An SAN can become a charge and bail lawyer now. Mm. I'll be doing agreements for rent. <laughs> SAN, no, now. You, you go past a particular level. You, and that is why... I try to maintain. It's not like I, if I somebody comes and say, Ali, will you do a wedding for five hundred thousand? I'll do. Uh, uh. It's not to go there, hold the mic, finish. I, I'm not. I'm not the one that will rent equipment. Self. I'm not renting hall. Mm -hmm. I'm just coming there to MC and then get out. Why will I not take that kind of amount? But what you do, you see, there's a picture that I shared some time back, and it is of a lead wolf going through the ice huge uh, this is a landmass of ice snow and the lead wolf is chesting the ice and making way mm -hmm. and just making way. and then all the other are following are following suits. behind him mm. and as they are going it looks easy mm -hmm. but the lead wolf has cleared the path mm -hmm. he was built to clear the path mm. even on pneumonia for killer mm -hmm. so mm. the thing is that I feel like I am empowered by God's grace to be at this point where somebody can say, oh, bros, I'm doing a show. I say, oh, okay, take 200. Oh, bros, I'm doing a show. Uh, can I put your name? 
on the distance because there are some people who say, okay, because Ali is coming, then we'll come. come. Yes. So I'm helping the guy to sell the show and then mm. go to the show, say, thank you very much, everybody, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people will say, oh, I'm not helping, but four or five of the jokes you are telling are mine. Mm. Oh, so okay, but uh, uh, <laughs> some people would some people would say he never helped me before. But even the material uh, that they, they are use, using is mine. The material <laughs> when you get them, the person just rehash them. Uh, what no. they use them? I know. Yeah, like there was one. There's one guy who called me the other day. Very popular uh, skit maker. He called me. He said he was he pushed one video out, and it's a joke about this one happened in Worry where somebody wanted to cut somebody's light and they brought dogs and mm, cutlass mm. and told the person, when you finish, come down. Mm. I told that joke 1988. Wow. And then they turned it into a skit. So there's several skits that are going on. So one skit, somebody, there's a, one guy called Dambrowski <laughs> sent a message to the guy and said, this joke now, Alibaba joke now. Tell him for how cheap poly 1987. Wow. Ideas are fluid. Mm-hmm. But you know, there are certain things that then happen. You can't reinvent the wheel. If Mercedes Benz puts tire for their car now, you can't say, oh, uh, he's copying from that. Other but you will still give credit to the person that invented the tire. So, sorry, Very yeah. true. so credit can be given anytime. How the person gives the credit doesn't matter. Awesome. I went for one show one time. Listen, okay. I went for one show one time and I was watching a guy on stage. When the guy did the joke, like what Nidu was saying, I was like, ah, that joke should have. Oh, he didn't do it well when he comes around there. But it's my joke. But I figured that ah, that joke should have been extended mm. going by the realities mm. of the time. Mm. He should have extended it. So I sat down. And say, when the guy was telling the joke, one man walked up to me and tapped me in the shoulder. I said, Ali, these boys, they will drive when I come up for market. I said, ah, the boy is good. Mm. So when the boy finished, he now came. And I noticed the guy was still standing there. So I said, ah, Anna, well done. The guy said, bros, how did I do with that joke? See, they told him that I was here. So I said, oh, yes, you did well. But you should have. I said, but this man here said that uh, it's your joke. He said, which man? He went to call the master. <laughs> now, the person will get the joke with this. So three of the jokes that I told now are his. The man said, eh, I'll never hear him. Let me tell you something. I started telling jokes from 1987. Some people were born 1989. Mm-hmm. Some were born 1990. Mm-hmm. They're adults now. They didn't even hear me tell jokes. Oh. They didn't hear me tell jokes. Some of them don't go to places. Some people tell me, oh, Ali, it looks like you're not performing anymore. I say, hey, when Dango T did an event, or oh, Adenuga did an event, or this person, did they invite you? So when people do those private events and I go there to perform, do they bring the material and start showing you so that you know that I was there? Mm. You know, what happens most times is if you are if you are driving on Lagos Ibadan Road. And you see an inspector on the road. First year, second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year. He's still an inspector on that road. He didn't progress. Mm. If you go to a bank and you see a tell accounting money with that bulk machine, brrr, brings another bunch. Brrr. Ten years later, you come, he's still counting money no in that progress. place. He didn't progress. But if you come there and they say, oh, he's no more there, he's now in the teller. You go there, he's no more there, he's now upstairs. You go there, oh, he's no more there, he's in head office. You go there, oh, no, he's in charge of this region. You go there, he's not the ED. He has progressed. Mm-hmm. So if you are still expecting to meet me at those places that the person expects mm-hmm. to be seen, there are other people that are doing that. Mm. Um, Jose, I want to ask one question. You talk something about content creator there, they use your... Skit maker. Skit, mm-hmm. yeah, skit maker. Now, before I ask this question, because we get where we get this conversation, 
um, stand-up comedians. Sure. Because the truth is, for those who don't know, they need to know. Also, I am be the person who herald comedy, stand-up. If I comedy for Nigeria, take it or leave it. Either you can argue with your keeper, that's your business. You understand? Now, also, I herald how you can make money from comedy. Commercializing it. Commercializing it. Also, Successfully. When person they are alive, now they give them their flowers. So more talk and quick. Now, there's stand-up comedian. And there's content skits. Skit makers. Skit makers. Now, what is the difference between a stand-up comedian and a skit maker? Because you can't get one time when he be saying, a company like say stand-up comedians can't be vex for skit makers. Some, some stand-up comedians. Some, some, not some, all. Some. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let me let me bring this under. So there are... There are writers. There's the one that goes on to become a script writer. There's the one that goes on to become a book, an author. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's another one that becomes a consultant that does content. They can write scripts, okay. write uh, speeches mm. and uh, agreements. publish agreements and all those. So there are people who, but the skill is still writing. So stand-up comedy is a part of comedy. The comedian that is an actor like uh, Sam Loco, mm. uh, like, uh, what's that short guy from Akwai Bomb? Uh, Okon, yeah. He's a comedian as well. Mm. But he practices his on screen as an actor. Yes. He does skits as well. The humorist, the cartoonist, is a comedian. Yes. The ventriloquist is a comedian. comedian. So they are all practicing comedy in different ways. It's like uh, in a football field, you're a defender. You can be paid... Three million mm-hmm. for signing. Mm-hmm. You're a striker. You can be paid forty-two million. Mm. You're playing same football. Your roles are different, mm. but the purpose is for you to win. Mm-hmm. So that is what it is. You find a stand-up comedian does something that a skit comedian can't Not, do. Yes, obviously. There are some of them who have become skit comedians. Now they tried on spontaneity. They came to take part in spontaneity and found out they act better scripted. Mm. Spontaneity, you give them a topic, take it and make a joke. Yeah, make a joke out of it. It's different. It's the same way an MC that is funny is different from a stand-up comedian that is funny. There's a difference in all of it. What happens with a lot of people is that people want to blur the lines and say, because the person is doing skits, he's a stand-up comedian. You can be a stand-up comedian and do skits as well. But the difference has to be clear that a stand-up comedian may do skits. Yes. A skit maker may do stand-up, mm. but how you blend it depends on the ability and capabilities that you have. Mm. It doesn't differentiate you by, it doesn't make you better than the other one. The other one is playing, maybe he's playing attack. He's earning more money now. Why did they start earning more money? Because mobile phones came, yeah. there was COVID, and uh, people now wanted to get comedic experiences yes. on their palms. Um. So they were not going to events to go and watch a show. Mm, mm. There are many cases where some skit makers have attempted to go on stage and bombed. There, there, there are instances where a stand-up has decided to make skits and he didn't quite get it. Mm. Now, there are skit makers who are also doing songs. Yeah. They have songs now. Uh, Basket Mouth released the... Uh, Horoscope and... Uh, Nas Boy. Shout out to Nas Boy. Okay. So there are people like that. Okay. I watched uh, some 
very inspiring interview uh, some days back of um, that one that wears this green shirt. Green Jota. Green Jota. Green Jota. When the person asked him a question, I said, <laughs> "His net worth." Yes. What What is that? The stupid question. Okay. So now, the people are people are fixed or fixated on trying to place the values on 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 uh, skit makers only. Mm. But these people are doing their own role as well. The police is doing his job. The army is doing his job. Mm-hmm. You cannot now say, oh, army is better than soldier mm-hmm. and soldier is better. Mm-hmm. Soldier won't come and be arresting people for you, mm-hmm. which is which is the kind of thing. They all provide security somehow, true, true. but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Skit makers provide comedy from the skit that you watch. Stand-up comedians provide you comedy and his life. And don't forget that stand-up comedy is the holy grail yeah. of, sta- of comedy. Yes. Holy grail. Because when you stand there, you are on mm. your own. You die without the help. Mm. It is not shoot that, cut, take it again. It's a different thing. So it, 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 that's the difference. Also, the 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 is there? There are plenty. There are plenty skit makers. Shout out to every skit maker out there doing well. God bless all of you. There are plenty skit makers that I I, I know some. That has that I've met at events where we suppose MC or when events we just attend and then we just say, Baba, I know so all of them knows things are funny, but Baba, I know be comedian. I know. I just content. Sure, sure. So just call me, collect mic after two minutes. I could just do Sure, sure. It can it remind me of one January 1st. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 so yes, your question. Yes, Jose, yes your question. Jose, I know, I've no call me. No, no, I don't even want to. Yeah, yeah. People will go and watch the January yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jose, another very important Jesus. question I will ask now. Say, I mean, you, we we all consider you to be our father, and you they play that fatherly role where where, but you know, say as father day now in children they grow. And some of them, maybe the patience way Papa gets, understanding way Papa gets, wisdom way Papa gets, they're not together. So conflicts, they come, fights, sure, they sure. come. How do you feel sometimes when you go just do your own, your children, people when they say you contribute for their career, you give them support, connect, all those things. They'll call, they quarrel each other. And then last, last, some people look, ah, these people now, bros, are lead children. Why you know... Enter, making settle the matter. How do you it's feel? Okay, it's okay, I know where they go. Mm. I know where they go. So Sorry. now, uh, Basket Mouth and AY <laughs> and Bovi, uh, they're my guys. My guys, to call, call all the way. Uh, in fact, I'm related to, from my Isoko side, related to Bovi. Mm. Uh, AY from Okmagwa Avenue and all those ones. Yoruba boy, but my son. Basket mouth too. Uh, we come a long way from now. They're adults, first of all. And so when things like this then happen, you then dig into it and say, guy, what is it that happened? And this one says, eh, but bros, I I don't want to I don't want to talk. I say, okay. But can you call this officer eh, with time? I said, what I'll ask you is that this thing is not good for your image and your mm. reputation. You guys need to sort it out. That's the best that I can do. 
Mm-hmm. I cannot say, you must start talking to this person. Mm-hmm. You, you must start talking to them. They're adults. So I've talked to them and told them, this is not good. Now, you get to a point where one person says one thing and you call them quickly and say, nothing you said is not right. It's not right. It's not right. You cannot say that about so-and-so, especially when you are having this issue. It's like, like, like the time basketball said that you cannot find a picture Oh. When me and AY, you know, <laughs> I go open album. <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> I open another one. Who photoshop? <laughs> so I just knew that there's just emotions at play. Yeah. And so when emotions are at play, all you just do is manage them. Now, because of the frontline role that I play, I relate with every comedian differently. Because your orientation and upbringing and exposure is different. Mm-hmm. The way I relate with Gandoki mm-hmm. will be different from how I relate with Teju Babyface. Mm-hmm. Teju Babyface is Ajebo. Mm-hmm. Gandoki is Paco. He may not understand some things that I would... Mm-hmm. I will tell you an example. That maybe I may get to call his name. He was going for an event. And I told him, hey, bye, you have this event. It was at uh, Falomo. I was with Teju. I said, oh, you're going for an event. So he came down from the car. I said, oh yeah, Teju, come front. I said, man, break a leg, oh. The guy say yes, I can't come out. Few weeks later, somebody <laughs> come and say, the guy say no go ever talk to me again. Saying they go for event and they wish I'm bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know? So that also tells you that you also now need to relate with people with their educational and literacy level as well. Mm. So something that you may say to somebody and he would not find it as annoying. You say it to another comedian and he will take offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so your relationship with certain people determine how well you relate with them and so I learned this from a very early age uh, in this business I've I've worked with older ones I don't see them quarreling Sonny Rabo Bisiolatilo Manion Numonu you know this guy used to be MC back in the days John Momo used to be MC back in the days I worked with him uh, Eugenia Abu um Siris Toba, mm. um, was the the guy that was in NNPC, Livia Jonoma. So the, the names are endless, but these are people that I've worked with that I learned from one-on-one. And I don't see them quarrel. They may have grudges that they've not settled, mm. but they don't come to the public. And mm. So when I get to see them, I tell them, I say, my guy, this thing is not good. That's the best that I can do. And so how I relate with them is that I understand that. Because when you, when you think about it, these are the people who were living in BQ with me back in the days. The food, everybody will eat from the same plate. And so, except for Bovi, who did not come stay with us at the time. Because, you know, so Bovi and Ajabota, mm-hmm. uh, all the rest, we, we practically just live together in, in Lekki. Um, so I don't, uh, I don't take sides and I manage the relationships that I have with them without letting the other person's relationship affect it. It's just like um, I went to see Wiki one time in, um, in Port Harcourt. So I was talking with Wiki, with Justin. And so he, said, uh, he said something. One man came in and said, ah, is this not Alibaba? This is a Rotimi's friend now. I said, yeah, so <laughs> I'm a Mitch's friend. And I'm Mogad's friend as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I relate with Amichi, I relate with him. There's no quarrel. 
If I go Amechi place, I'm not going to talk about Wiki. If I go Wiki place, I'm not going to talk about Amechi. See, there are two different people. And Amechi now make me know uh, Wiki. Okay. And Amechi now make me know uh, Odili. So, there's no... I don't no have any problem. I'm not. I'm not going into personal fights that they have. Ah, mm. you talk about it now. I don't remember one just where you give me that. You know, yeah, you don't so think the money thing. That money thing. Ah, yeah. So yeah. So the the thing is, for me, it is that every relationship has to be individualized. Yeah. So it's like people swallowing panadol for another person's headache. Oh, because you are not talking with Tokema Kewa, I won't talk with Yabojo. Because you are not talking with Yabojo, I won't talk with uh, this other person. For, for what? It doesn't end well. It's not like that. Mm. It's not like Interesting. that. Interesting. your impact is one that has, if, if we're looking at generations, your own don't pass. It don't even come to reach the Gen Z of, comed- of comedy. Spontaneity started to give opportunity to people who were virtually sure. unknown, but who had the talent. Sure. And over the years, you know, even irrespective of the difficulty of putting this big event together on January 1st, you they do, and they give these young people opportunity. But some, it can't be like, say, somehow things don't change to the point where we say, nobody gets, some people don't get patience to learn from person or to deal with person. You gave the example of these guys who are big today, who used to live in the BQ okay. with you, eat from the same plate and all. But people like say, now, many young, may I not say many, some young ones, not even, because they don't sabi the story. Not it concerns me, I don't sabi the story, who in be, who in help. You know, they don't care. And to a considerable degree, to now appear like there's a generational gap. Is there anything that can be done to solidify this relationship and ensure that younger ones have people that they look up to? Like wanting to be under somebody. So, Most so, of them these days don't even care about being under anybody. Just want to strike out on their own. So, so if they want to strike out on their own, there's no problem at all. But just learn the ropes and continue the act and do well. Mm. Um, not many people know that the football that a lot of players enjoy today was Steve Keshi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That gave it the bright light that a lot of them now benefited from. Mm-hmm. Stephen Keshi was coming to take players for screening. He was paying for players. Some players, he would say, "Oh, there's um, there's a particular player in uh, Australia. He will fly to go and see the person when he was a player. Mm. He will go and see the guy train or tell the person send me your video mm. and watch it and tell Westerhoff I think that guy should come and and play. And so Stephen Keshi is one of those kind of people that I admire. Uh, another person is like Keke Ogunbe. Mm. Mm. He opened up certain platforms for people to enjoy. Even if the people don't give him credit, which is what I said the other time. Even if the people don't give you credit, you have done what you need to do. Yeah. All right? I am um, I'm of the opinion that uh, not getting accolades should not stop you from doing whatever you need to do. Uh, the platforms that will open, like Spontaneity, for me, there was need for me to let some young people understand that once you are spontaneous, you can survive for 20 years. Oh. All you just need, you just be sleeping, they wake you up, can you provide comedy 20 um. minutes? So you take the mic and, and do what you need to do because it's then be, it then becomes inborn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's deep in you. you. You just cough it out every time you, you open your mouth. So, how to teach people to do that was very important for me. So I provided that platform. I, I don't think... So the January 1st concert, you notice that I actually don't perform. Yeah. It's actually like create a platform mm-hmm. 
and let people enjoy us. Which is why I say every comedian that is coming to January 1st must wear a suit. Let them see us as corporate and, you know, let's, let them say us suitable. Mm. <laughs> you understand? You know? So for me, it is to make us look as good as we should be. Yeah. It is not about competition. It's not about... Um, and so when the comedians come on and are performing, people then see us and know how difficult it is. Last year, I said that anybody in the audience that think that they can mm. they can do this, you come and pick a topic and mm. <laughs> some people will pick the topic and be like, they told one guy to make a joke about Blackboard. <laughs> he dropped it and walked off. <laughs> you know? Mm. But there are different jokes that you can do with Blackboard. If... Um, if the comedians uh, do not get the kind of platform that they need, then they will not grow. Yes. Netflix is a platform that movie makers are benefiting from now. Mm -hmm. What is the platform that comedians can benefit from? Mm. Which was why this guy started the Def Jam comedy. Def Com, yeah, Def Jam. Martin Lawrence. Um, uh, Not Martin Lawrence, um, Demon. No, Russell. Russell, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Russell, Russell, Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. Oh, yes. You know, Russell started it and gave a lot of it from Chris Rock to Martin, Martin Lawrence, Lawrence to everybody a platform. Mm. Even uh, Benny Mark. Yes, Benny Mark. So you give platforms to people to grow. Eddie Murphy started making movies and the delirious thing that he started, people still make reference to it. Uh, Chris Tucker and uh, Kevin Hart just made reference to it and said that he was one of the people that inspired them to become the person that they so you may just be a light the fact that you light another candle doesn't extinguish you mm. so you, you then become a source you don't tell me this thing before you mm. just become a source you, you, it's, you don't diminish me mm. Mm. by making you bigger mm. actually then become a source for you becoming bigger mm. Mm, mm, you understand? Mm. So it's not. It's I, not. I, I don't. I don't feel threatened. I don't feel like if I don't do it, God will put somebody else there to do it. Simple. True. Mm. If if I don't do it, so God will just be like, okay. So he doesn't want to do it. You will be broke. Get somebody else to do it. Like a Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is doing a lot of things now. Most actors, producers, and others are benefiting from it, not because of himself. He makes money but not because of himself. The reason I started giving out a car every January 1st is because I want these comedians to know that they are worth a car. Mm. And for you to be in a sector where you are worth a car that you don't pay a dime for, you don't even pay to register, but you can win the car, is to make you understand that if you groom yourself and grow the act be well, better. you can be better. You can win a car. If you win a car of 10, 15 million, you, when you drive, look at Day. David McIndy. McIndy says anytime he drives to a place, now somebody will be like, you actually want a car from telling jokes. I know the ordinary car, na venza, betamoto, tieroba. So what? What? So what? And and okay, now we're doing uh, a Lexus. Some other older comedians are saying, ah, we enter for this competition. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time. There was a time during COVID, like five of us, I think, me, Ay, Benga Denka. Okay, Bakasi, Basket Mouth, uh, Funny Bone came together and we said, let's pull funds together and distribute 1010K to some of these young boys over time. They didn't quite first buy into it. Then I told them, I said, let me tell you the consequences. 
things are very hard now for these guys. Mm. If you don't do it now, as soon as COVID is over, they will be desperate. They will charge as low as possible. But let them know that there's somebody who is thinking about them so that when, because we don't have a union, yes. kind of like, like NLC, mm. but let them believe that when things settle, there are some people who have thought about them and known that. So you tell them, see guys, don't bring your prices down. I know things are hard, but keep your prices up because it will benefit all of us. Mm -hmm. So you work for the general interest of everybody. True. It is not like, like I said, it's not like you should call me for an event, 500K, that I won't have need for it. I can actually take the 500K and spread it to like four or five people. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's what it is. For, uh -huh. that, for that candle thing, to add to that candle thing, I remember years we you tell me about that candle thing, which was a lesson that got stuck in my head, that lighting another person's candle does, does not, not diminish yours, yeah. does not quench yours. Rather, it gives you room for your own candle to be lit when it's off. Sure. You know, light this person, light this person, light this person. May plenty candles so that eventually when you're on off, at least one person from all those other candles where you don't light, Will give you light back. Let me give you an example of how that happened. There was one time, one of those days, I was just like, ah, I've invested in this, invested in that. I said, I'm not a broker. I said, I need like, because what would then happen is going to break a fixed deposit account. Mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. I was like, ah, why did I run out of cash like this? And that running out of cash was because you were generous. Mm -hmm. You helped somebody, helped somebody, and then you were expecting some money to come in, didn't come in, you had done that. So I was like, ah, I needed to do something for some people. I needed like 500k. And this boy comes to my office and say, bros, take oh. Sacco. Senior advocate of comedy. <laughs> so I Sacco. said, I said, I said, bros, I just make I give you and give me 500k. <laughs> wow. Then another person that has done it forever. AY has done it too. So, so there, are, there are quite a lot of people who oh. out of the blues, you just say somebody say, bros, I just make I send you something. Sometimes when it comes, I may not need it, but the fact that it the came, of it. then makes you feel like you need to do a lot more yeah. for more people. Mm. You know, it's, um, even when you have, even when you have, the fact that it is done for you, but when they may while we're hustling, but the Sajem phones, but then uh, Samsung, then Samsung is not uh, not big like this no, now. No, not this big uh, one. No. So there was a Sony Ericsson then that was also raining, and all of them Motorola, <laughs> all those phones, uh, uh, <laughs> Alcatel, Alcatel, Triumph. So we're buying those phones for people, pagers, you know, for me, TA and Mohamed Danjuma. Now, all of those things that we're doing crystallized to a point where. Last, which is one of the phones that I that I was still using. Somebody was yapping me and my phone is old. And they were bought me. I don't know where I, we posted it. But in fact, it was, it was doing a live. And said, so who is yabbing his ogre? I'm bringing him a Fold 4 right now. Wow. And brought me the phone. And in fact, when I heard the price of the phone at that time, I said, give me the money now. Which one be? <laughs> no, but, but the truth is that you then get this benefit. It can come from you. It can come from... Sometimes it's just reputation. Somebody mm -hmm. calls you and says, um, Ali, I was somewhere, so, so, and so, and we were thinking of who to make, so, 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 and so, and one of your boys said that it should be you. And Akboro has done it several times. Somebody has called him and said, uh, we need an MC for Akboro said, call bros. 
sometimes some people say I do strategies for oh. politicians. There was one that I did that was very successful, and it was a comedian that recommended me to do it. They, they called and said the political campaign is started for 2019. What do you think can give us an edge? And I said, take over all the billboards. Mm. That that kind of thing, and you start, you give that kind, of, and somebody recommended you. To do it. Sometimes some people are somewhere, and somebody is saying all the kind of things they want to say, and another person says he's not bros. Mm -hmm. You've you've uh, funded it forward, as it were. Oh. Yeah. Ha, hmm. huh, bros, eh? Na blessing to tap from, to tap from your, to tap from you, and I think there's a whole lot that we, there's a whole lot to discuss, but not be waiting that they finish for one episode. Mm. But grateful that you gave us the opportunity, honored our invitation, and you have shared all of this. For so many young people who are watching, it's important to point out that there are people who make the sacrifices from the get-go. And, you know, whatever we enjoy today, whatever benefits we, you know, enjoy at this time, it's as a result of the sacrifices that so many people made years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, when it was not cool to introduce yourself and say, I'm a comedian. You go pull my tepers and say, you they do comedy. Let me even tell you that some big men have called me to say, my son wants to be a comedian. What and what should he do? I, I mean, when I say big men, this boy has a first class and boy just came back from uh, Canada. And the father, big man, called me and said, my son wants to be a comedian. What and what? I said, I gave him a mind map and told the boy to go and look at it. The boy looked at it and the father said that, I didn't know this, your business is that serious. Ah. <laughs> I said, yeah. yeah. He, he, what, what actually should happen is that people should not see comedy as an art form alone. It's a business now. It's like a skit making. It's a business now. It is the content that makes people jump to YouTube. Mm -hmm. And the numbers in Africa, 200 million people who are hooked to the content that these people generate, it means that service is provided. Mm -hmm. Like I said, whatever skills you have, unless you convert it to a talent, to a service, nobody will pay for it. Very true. true. You, you're having content that people are, people are consuming now. It is like uh, biscuits. It's like wine. It's, so people are consuming those. As people produce those content, it's just as people produce tires and all of that. So it's serving a purpose. And for anybody who is watching, young comedian, and if you have, if you are a parent, just make sure that beyond your child getting a good education, if your child decides he wants to become a comedian or a skit maker, listen. Give them the support. I the have, end goal is for them to be able to. Promote. I have I have family members in the UK right now that, that recently that I just was in the house and they were talking. So I know they were watching chunks and Philly. When chunks and Philly, like how do you know how much chunks make every month? These guys make two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand pounds every month. Uh, they would like to make the same. This not. I mean, it now goes a long way to tell you that a lot of people now are now beginning to on the way when we say also take create road to make people understand say money day for comedy mm -hmm. now people are beginning to understand that there's a lot of money in content creation now also before we get one thing when you say you've been talk i really need me talking because uh, our ladies are wonderful uh, but there are one or two things when you say i feel a lot of this december i love people go marry Able to go village now sure. to go more. Now you say you get things where you look where they choose. 
who to who to deal with that time this one he, he, when he hammered when he gets on camera he tell this one this one say ah what are you going to buy for me this one he say ah okay where's my own share this one now contact is ah go save him what be the things also when he be say you feel as an a leader peace setter elder for the industry haven't seen a lot for either a celebrity that is a guy or a normal human being look forward when you want get woman, get this. And you will be woman. When you want get guy, plenty of guys will come to you, look for this. Because also, I'm not going to like give you. A lot of these people don't get this kind of advices. Okay, so so one 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 for sure is that you need somebody who is tolerant. If you are in show business, mm. Mm. you need somebody who is tolerant. Mm. There are some women, just hugging alone is enough to make their day bad. Mm. There, there's a friend of ours who who told me that there's a guy that wanted to be, who would have been one of the best actors. The wife says she can't manage jealousy. Hmm. Mm. Beautiful actor. I mean, if he delivers his lines, it can be a 45-line uh, speech, script, he would deliver it. The wife says she can't manage this. So you have to choose between... Hey. And we lost that gem. So you also have people who come into the industry and because they are in the industry for fame alone, the people they date would now want only that fame. And anytime it dwindles, they're out. Mm, mm, mm. Once it dwindles, so then you find some people who the reason they actually are following you is because they think that being with you would upgrade their own status. Yeah. Social climbers. Yeah. So they are dating you because they know it will upgrade their own status. And then when they then see that you have, you know, Tyler Perry said something, said, if you need three people to be in a boat to move from point A to point B of the river, Make sure you carry those three people. If you take more than those three people, you will sink. Mm. There's, another, there's a guy who wanted to get married. In fact, in fact, got married and told the wife, oh, we're going to have first kid here, yeah, first kid. And the lady said that for 10 years, I'm not having no child. Though. What? This is my body. When the program finishes, I'll tell you his name. <laughs> this is my body, no child. The guy was like, for what? He said, no, for 10 years, this body, I want to make money from this body. And the relationship broke up. They didn't discuss it before getting into They discussed it a bit, but she she made it look like, okay, we, she can we, we, we can work on. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm not having any child here mm. that she can adopt. And then mentioned somebody who was a former beauty queen who had uh, surrogacy. And said, I will have surrogates. I don't want... Uh, but you see, you need to find someone who understands you thoroughly. Uh, there's a song that says, uh, Who could have thought that we would be lovers? You like the movies and I like TV. You like to party and something like, you like something, something like that. Uh, opposite attract. Mm. Opposites mm. attract. So you, find, you have to find someone who compliments you, understands you, and it's not lazy and depends on you to survive. 
If you notice a lot of the relationships that even in America that break up is because the person is looking at the cash out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then in Nigeria you probably find someone who is also looking for a cash out. It could be a guy, it could be a girl, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what does this person bring to the table? Whether a guy or a girl. Uh peace is one thing. Uh, understanding is another thing. One of my friends said that they say choose better wife, you not choose. Now, your wife not fit do homework. Mm. <laughs> you now have to employ somebody that will come and be doing the homework. What about the person? You should do the homework now. You see, that's, that's the thing. So sometimes I, I, that thing happens when you post something that, that cautions one person, the other people say, what of the, what the, you know? But, but the truth is, uh, it's important for these relationships to, to please look at themselves first mm. and what they need. Mm. Sometimes what you need is um, is a sexual partner. Mm. It's not a marriage partner. So your own is sex. So that's why all the things you are looking for is physical. Uh, yes. Mm. There was one time uh, there's a former mm. there's a big madam like that. Um, we went to Abuja when we were coming back. If, if, all through the journey. She was saying, oh, my husband, my husband, this, my husband, this, my husband. So when we got to the airport and the husband came to pick her, quiet man, very loud woman, oh. quiet man. Man came, carried her back, put in her. So she said, meet uh, my friends. I saw this one. I saw this. He greeted all of us, got in the car, sat down, started the car and was waiting for the car to, 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 warm, uh, to, to warm up. Yeah. And then the AC, everything. And then the woman came and sat in. And I was looking at them like, <laughs> you know, if it's some men, they'll be like, hurry up now. Some men won't even come pick her. <laughs> so you need to understand who your man is. And, can, and then there are some men that don't take insults easy. Uh, I, I've worked as MC well enough to, there was a wedding that we did, General K. Wachuku will remember, we were at the event and this man got up to go and take pictures with some of his old schoolmates. And one of the ladies that came to join them was his girlfriend when he was... A, and the woman had been hearing that, uh, something like that, it looks like... So they wanted to take the picture. So the lady came and entered between them. And then they held hands and took the picture. When she came back to the table, I was on the podium, at Muson Center. The podium, you know how the podium is and mm. then you're sitting. Mm. I heard... Jesus. No way. Right there in front of people. Yes. So, you need to also know whether the person you are dating is violent or mm. has potential to be. You know, some people who, when they get upset, they break everything. Mm. Uh, you've not heard of it. A woman, when she's upset, or a man, when she's upset, he breaks everything. My, if he, yeah, he, my, my friend, oh, the source of concern. Okay, no, so, no, no. So, so, this one, this one, because uh, somebody called and said, oh, I saw him. He went to a cinema. So, the guy was in the office and a friend of his said, we have a birthday party, but let's go to watch a movie. So they went to watch. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember this movie, King of Boys. Mm. So in the office, they say, "Let's go and see uh, King of Boys." And I say, "Ah, they said it's only on uh, Netflix." Netflix. He said, "Okay, so how how would we see it now?" I said, "Okay, let's go to this guy's house." 
It has this big screen, has a cinema. We'll all go in there and watch it. So the man now said, okay, so let's not use all our cars. Let's drive. So the guy said, oh, yeah, enter now. So that one entered. And then two other people entered. They said, so two of them, they did the gist, they laughed. They laughed. One lady saw the man and this lady. Because the car is tinted, you didn't see the people at the back. Mm. I said, so then drive to one, this thing like that, that one hotel like that and called it. And while they were inside the place watching the movie, phone silent. The woman called and called and called. The man got home. Ah, no. The man said that the wife had never talked to him like that before. Well, house help day. One other first cousin when he come day. And so she was just rubbishing him. He said, what is it? Don't tell me anything. Is this not you? Is this not you? You know, there are some people who break your relationship for you because of some falsehood that is not correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you need to also understand how gullible the person you are dating is. Mm. If the person you are dating is gullible, it's as good as marrying social media. Because they'll bring one story and tell you, uh, this is what I read. You know? Uh, The other thing is support. There are some people who support your dreams. The guy had told his wife that he wants to set up yogurt place. 2004. Why say yogurt? Of all the businesses that you, is yogurt that you want to sell. There's a Kiwi place on Lekki Phase 1. The day they went there, he was, he and some of his friends went there and they said, saw the Kiwi place, they bought the Kiwi, tasted it. He bought some, took home, gave her, she tasted it. So when they finished church one day, said, Let's drive through one place. They drove, entered the place. I said, ah, this place is nice. Yeah. Say, eight years ago, I told you I wanted to set up this uh, yogurt place. He said it will never sell. Who wants to go to a place? It's not ice cream. Yogurt. Who wants yogurt? So sometimes you have a dream. If the partner you have doesn't see beyond now, do you know that some men have refused some women to be promoted? Mm Mm-hmm. They said, oh, they're going to make you the new general manager. You have to go to Abuja. And the man says, uh, Abuja to do what? You can't take that job. There are men who have made, in fact, stopped their women from taking certain jobs. Yeah, there's a new branch of this bank that has been opened in Ghana. You are going to be the MD in mm. Ghana. And the man is like, no. Because some people are intimidated by other partners' successes. Hmm. If you find someone like that, it's a problem. Hmm. There's a guy who worked in my wife's office one time. Because they posted him to the place, the guy resigned. That he can't work on that woman. Okay. (laughs) So there are people like that. So there are people who... So when you date somebody like that... Uh, your question is, what should people look out for? Mm. Education is important. Mm. Conversation is one way relationships last. Some people can't communicate. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. They can't communicate. They can't relate. Mm-hmm. And then um, anger issues. Mm. When somebody is angry, what does the person do? Mm. If the person is angry and keeps quiet. The combustion will come out one day. Mm-hmm. But a person is angry and tells you it's okay and you deal with it. But if the person is angry and then goes on to do something that will hit you back, then there's a problem. 
then you get some people who, when they are upset, they corrupt the minds of children. That's another one. And then some people who then say, oh, because this is, I'm going to go out and do this thing, so he too will not. Or people who don't respect their partners. A guy had told a lady one time that she shouldn't go for one party they had in Ibadan. No, Shagamu, Shagamu, sorry. Shagamu. And she said, my friends are all going. I said, don't go. And the guy drove out. When he came back in the evening, she had gone. <clears throat> so he called her. I said, I told you I was going. I said, okay. Two weeks, you know, come house. Three weeks, you know, come house. So they went to his office. I said, no, I, she, she's a woman of her own. She's independent. She can do anything she wants. End of story. Just like that? Yeah, celebrity. Mm. Celebrity. And then you then find um, situations where it is uh, friends, the kind of friends some of them keep. You need to know the kind of friends. Are the friends close to the person because the person has money? Mm. If the friends are close to the person because the person has money, any man that wants to date the person, they feel like this one is going to stop this money from flowing. Mm. They will do everything to make sure that the relationship doesn't work. Mm. Because when the relationship doesn't work, they benefit greatly. Mm. So there was something you said um, earlier about your choice. There was something you said earlier about your choice of when you're choosing somebody, like your partner, what you looked out for, somebody mm. that lives on her own, that has something working for her. I mean, you said that. But when I was coming to Lagos, or even before I came to Lagos, the perception at home was that you're going to Lagos to live alone as a single lady mm. that men don't tend to marry. You. They will run away from you if you're a single lady. You're driving a car and you have your own house. So go and live with your uncle. My from dear. there, my you dear, can now marry. My, my dear, if you meet a man that is intimidated by anything you have, he's not a man. Wow. No, this is not even about, no, about no, no, what no, parents No, what think. I'm saying is the parents, parents will think something. But you know what is good for you. Your parents will be like, oh, don't live this life. Don't live so. so they limit your success and expression of sin so that you can please everybody. Mm. But you see, the same parents will not find it wrong if you have a brother that is not working, but you are taking care of that brother always. So you say, why shouldn't they make her go and get a job? They say, he's your brother. Mm -hmm. uh, help mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And then that same brother that you are helping, you are paying his rent, you are paying, you are paying his children's school fees and everything. They feel it's okay. Mm. But you, as a woman, is doing that. Do you know that a man that sees you doing that can say he will not marry you? Because you have too much burden. Because you have you. too much responsibility. <laughs> and it's like... Ah, this woman that this woman that is taking care of everybody in the family, they, they I marry her now. Oh, not, say, I don't leave one babe like that now. One babe, why me die? Yeah, nine children. Family, have we? Ah! First, first or second? Now she be first. Nine. Oh, say, and intentionally, I made sure I didn't go grigwe. You understand? So that when I come out tomorrow, you not go say after you have. Okay. A, Say after I do all the things where I go feed do, now me just use carry my slippers, knock two of them together. I say ah, we share the grace. But how is that her fault? Ah, no, 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 no. excuse me. Sorry, okay. sorry. Okay. How is that her fault? There are two situations. 
I'm saying this because I'm a first daughter. Okay. And this kind of thing has happened to me before. Okay. Live. But the issue is, did I ask you to support my family? No, no, If no. I'm working and I'm supporting my family with my money, I'm not asking you to come and support my family. So why are you going away? Okay, is so it my crime that I'm a first daughter okay, and okay. I'm supporting my so family? So that's, that's the same reason that you can also then say, if I have my own house, mm. did I ask you to come and pay for the house for me? Did I ask you to come and rent the house, buy me a car? If you don't want to buy, if you don't want to marry me because I have a car, have a house, have a house, then go. That's the same understanding. But... But that's the same understanding. So what I'm saying is that it is the mindset of the person. If the man is intimidated by other people's successes, wow. he is not the kind of person for you. Mm. If any man is intimidated by your success, Tyler Perry said something. He said they were coming out of a, an event. Oprah Winfrey, the bouncers led Oprah Winfrey through. They let a girl through. They let him through. And Stedman wanted to pass. They stopped him. And then he turned back and saw Stedman. And Oprah said, that's my husband. The guy said, oh, sorry, Mrs. Stedman, sorry. Mm-hmm. The guy went and entered the car. No grouse. Mm. But you see, if it's some men, I went with you to a party. They wanted to bounce on me. They follow you again. I know they follow you again. No. <laughs> they need to walk beside me. The relationship, in fact, there are some <laughs> men that if they were married to somebody like Oprah, or dating somebody like Oprah. The relationship will be more than one year. Hmm. So the thing is, you need to marry somebody that has a mature mind and can deal with whether you are successful or not. What's the... Um, uh, what's this uh, woman that's former chairman of uh, Ibukwa Woshika? Hmm. She and her husband are not on the same level. Right? But she respects the fact that the man allows her to fly. Mm. Look at Okonjo Iwala. Mm-hmm. If it's a man, <laughs> she won't be GM of any bank. Talk less of World Bank. Even the late Dora Akunyili. Eh? So the thing is, it is the mind of the person that you are marrying that determines. It's the same way some people will say, oh, the person is older than you by two years. Never. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But the people that are older than the wives, their own marriages have packed up. And mm. then you find somebody who is married and the wife is two, three years older than him. They've been together for, for so long. Let me tell you one thing. There are a lot of men that you see all around that are Otumba this, Otumba this. Their wives are older than them. But you see, back in the days, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. The value proposition. She comes from a good family. She's well brought up. She, has, uh, she can contribute to my growth. She's, that's it. We raise good children. We're all very happy. She's, uh, she's not stressing me. She gives me peace of mind. Anything can happen and she will take care of the children. Mm. Those are the values that you're looking at. But these days, somebody is telling you, uh, why would you have so-so and so? Why would you have two cars? Why are you living on the island? Because you are living on the island. So, so the reason I said that is, I, I, gave you the, I told you why I said that. It's that let it not be that the relationship is transactional. The reason you are in the relationship is because you can get house rent. It's because you can get monthly upkeep. It's because when you need money, you can get it. It's because the person has fame. No, let it not be transferred. Let it be that you are in this relationship. If the person have, he will give you. If you have, you give the person. But it is not because of those things of those things that make you come into the relationship. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. And the, the other thing is, most of the people who come into those kind of spaces... 
if that thing that made them then come into that space evaporates, relationship is dead. Mm. Hmm. If the reason they are in that relationship, for instance, you are dating this guy because he has two hit songs. Everybody's calling him. Then next year, no hit song. The other one, no hit song. He's struggling to get new songs. and, and this. Then you now say, yeah. the fame is not there again. And leave. No. I know, I know people who, in fact, I know people who are celebrating 20, 35 years. Anniversary. Anniversary. You do not have half the trouble that they've gone through. Mm. One time, one lady told her niece that she should move out of one house because the, the husband, they said the husband was dating one person. They should move out of the house. So she moved out. From, from a dolphin, moved out, went home. They were talking to her. She said, no, she's not going again. Uh, she doesn't want trouble. And she left. Then I emceed an event at uh, Villa Medici. There's one place called Villa Medici. Mm. I was emceeing the event. Banana. The, the husband came and the children came to take pictures. So the woman stood there with four children. Then one other child that she didn't know, joined. So she asked her mom, who is that? But she said, oh, is his secretary's... Uh... Say for auntie, his husband, say yes. And auntie didn't leave. <laughs> auntie didn't leave, oh. So she, uh, the party, she scattered the party now. The same auntie where advice her, say, yeah, make she did, uh, go meet her and say, auntie, who is that? He said, is it not your uncle? Wait a Say, has a child at all. He said, this is a long story. He said, it's not a long story. <laughs> it's not a long story. When so, 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 and so happened, you told me, he said, so that that doesn't happen to you is why. He said, no. <sighs> but you see, sometimes uh, what is good for the good may not be good for the good. Sometimes people project their fears onto you. Exactly. Mm. So mm. don't, don't, the, the understandings of, some people have thick skin to certain things. Um, my, my understanding of all of this is that what people project may be because of their own fears. Yeah. Mm. I may not be your own fear. Now you say, oh, my husband is going to Canada. And you know that there's somebody now comes and says, hey, lonely guest hey, for Canada. When he goes to Canada, that cold. Ah, this man will. Mm. And before the man traveled, she had started thinking different things. After a while, relationship packed up. But we have a colleague like the comedian, the wife is in Canada, all the children in Psycho. Canada, and the guy just did 50th. Uh, he's uh, 58 also, and then the wife came, and they are together, everything is fine. Okay, no but fine. there are some people, the fact that the wife is even in Abuja and the man is in Lagos. Hey. It's five village people. Some people, they say, ah, Your wife never born. No, wow, it's just not be man like yourself. You go marry put for us. So, it people can mirror their lives and use it to make you go wrong. Yes, mm. and then when you then go wrong, they will blame you for listening to them. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. When it goes wrong, they blame you for listening to them. They'll be like, "I told you, it was your own opinion." Like, <laughs> like Jesus said, it's, said it's, it's it. not what they tell you that <laughs> that destroys you. It is what you then do. Very true. Also, mm. like I said, you know, we cannot uh, capture all of these in one session. And we are mm. grateful that you 
availed us the opportunity and you have shared this tremendous insight. You know, say for your social media, after you put, you go talk, say, what do I know, Seth? <laughs> people went on, people went settled and watch from beginning to the end, go really understand now, say, first off, the fact that person in a comedy, I know me saying I'm mumu, uh, also don't correct that particular one. And we have so many people who are shining lights where people go, no, say, from the way they take, build the story, reach the point where they hit the punchline, you go, no, say, if you are not intelligent, you cannot of do course, of So course. also, thank you very much. We're really very, very grateful. Thank you, thank you. And like we always do for young people who, maybe because of the gap, we no know, you know, Alibaba is someone who walked the talk, made tremendous sacrifice. Put in a lot in the business. He's the where father say, of all of us. Where they say, <laughs> before where person got to say, I'm a comedian. Uh -huh. Now, also, that, then the gist been go around say, if Baba Obasanjo, former president of Nigeria, 1999-2007, they vex, now only you be the best way if you make him laugh. Okay, so the thing with Obasanjo is that, like I said, I said he was one of the people that helped us push comedy to the commercial value that it has now. A lot of governors then were very skeptical, like, oh, this is going to come and yeah, boss, come and yeah. But gradually, with Obasanjo, they then saw that it was not harmful, Yabis. It was jovial and it was not to be taken seriously. Yeah. When you are in a society where a comedian is taken seriously and the politician is taken as a joke, then things have got bad. Mm. So remember, we are going to Cape Town. We are going to, also, no, the talk of plenty. We are going to, we are going to Cape Town, I beg. February, get all the information. And by the way, um, January 1st is happening in the co hotel. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Alibaba's January 1st. Everybody's yeah. good. He's the show that everybody goes on January 1. Yes. Mm. Sure and and this year, we're, we're trying to celebrate uh, a lot of. You know those who do Lali? Yes, Lele. Those women, they are like some of the poorest paid artists. Those women will draw something on this hand yes. and replace, replicate it on this hand. No, if you put it, it will look like you yeah. did photocopy. No Very talented people, but they are not celebrated. In fact, the ones that work in some spas mm -hmm. get like small money. Meanwhile, the spa will charge 45K. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the women who did that designs will get 5K. And don't they always do? Mm. So the thing is, the, the, the thing is, we need to begin to celebrate. Like we always give, remember one time we did fashion. Yes. Mm -hmm. We celebrated yes. people. Yes. We did graphic art. Mm -hmm. We did uh, uh, visual arts. So, so we do a lot of all those competitions. We did makeup. Mm -hmm. So this time we're celebrating those people. And then uh, we're also celebrating old schools. Like first primary school, first secondary school. We're mm -hmm. celebrating education, really. Mm -hmm. First nice. uh, college, uh, technical college, uh, Yabatek. First um, school, law school. Mm. And then the first university. We're celebrating this because education has really gone to the dogs. Education. We're lowering standards instead of raising them up. Two, three, four is what I got into the university with. After my 201 in, 2000, in 1984. Two, oh, two, three, four was what I got into university with. I couldn't get into law. Now... You are hearing that some people. Wow, I heard so that some people one twenty. Yes, one fifteen. My first jam now two seven. Jam. For, oh, jam, not twenty. No, no, jam, no. jam. <laughs> some people are, and when some schools now said, "Oh, they don't trust and they want to do post UME exam," people protested. You should be raising standards of education. You should be raising standards now. Education has been trashed so much that when lecturers complain that their salaries are not paid, you protest. You, you, you now say you are going to sack every teacher that doesn't come to class. But when, when National Assembly needs cars, 
let's Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, all of you. Thank we are you going very to much. Cape Town. We are going to Cape yes, Town. Very important. Eleventh to seventeenth. Where is it? It is going to Cape Town. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Pronounce that again. Eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> 11 to 17, we're going to get that. I beg, Mona, Mona, do it so that we will enjoy. Yes. And our, 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 mm-hmm. our, our viewing audience for South Africa, we are going to have an amazing experience. Yes. Merry Christmas. No, you know, you know, you know, you know, talk away. We're having, if you're, an, if you're in South Africa, if you're coming from any part of the world, just know that we're going to have a fresh episode, one or two episodes in South Africa. Yes. And I've been ordered in South Africa. You're go, you get to be part of, you know, guests, just like our leader is here. You can be there. You can be part yeah. of the show yeah, as well. So let's sing a Merry Christmas. We, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy But that song, that song sounds like Feliz DNA test. Ah, Felix, not be that. Felix, Felix, not be that. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you running? 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 Do you know? Do you know what's he rolling? 